Hello and welcome to Big Bandy Gaming, episode 10. We've made it. 10 episodes. Woo! Oh my right gosh. Double digits. This is huge. This is huge. We won't have another milestone like this till 40 episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all be on this uh, desert hellscape of a planet. Burnt down Oof. recording our episodes. This is good. crazy. Yeah. yeah so I'm fun. your host, Troy, and today I have Colton. Hello, Josh. Hey, I'm Josh. And Isaiah. What's up? It's me. What's, what's up? What's up? Are you hitting what's me up? up? Are you asking for yeah, yeah, my Oh, Okay. <laughs> this is taking a turn. All right. Uh, so today we're going to talk about our games of the year. So we're just going to jump so right far. in. This is what you came in to know. So far, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. My number one game of the year I, has not come out yet, but yeah, I am yeah. sure. No. We looked at the calendar <laughs> and we we're like, no, we're good. We don't need to continue the year. <laughs> we'll just do it now. Yeah. We're, we're definitely using a different calendar system as anyone else. This is it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. What we've done is we have numbered our games, our top five games. At the end of the year, we'll have a top 10. But uh, considering that a good portion of the games don't come out till the end of the year, it is just our top five. And this is not set in stone. It means at the end of the year, when we come out with our actual game of the year, top tens, when the episode comes out, um, our list will probably I, I, I would think my list would look pretty different. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I'm, yeah, sure, I'm sure it will. Yeah, especially like on my like four and five, like my top three. I'm feeling pretty confident that those will stay near the top, you know? Yeah, um, yeah I, I feel more strongly about my top two, but I, I, I think I agree with you, though. Uh, honestly, like, I, I think I have a pretty good lineup right already. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's weird because this year started with such a bang, you know, with, with one big game, which we won't talk about. Yeah, everyone knows what game it is. But with Horizon. one big game, and then it's really... <laughs> oh, you forgot Horizon. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Two large games, pretty much back-to-back. And the rest of the year has been... This has been probably one of the quietest years in, like, AAA gaming in a very long time, you know? I even feel like in indie games, too, though. It's not just AAA spaces, so... All right, so let's just jump straight into it. Uh, I'm just going to start us out here on our number five. Um, so uh, let me go here. My number five for the game of the year. This is set in stone. Someone write this in stone. Get a chisel. Got okay. it. You ch- okay, for, thank you. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Before, before you say it, if it's on our list, we'll just keep our mouth shut until it shows up later. And then yeah, we'll talk. yeah. Okay. Okay. And then you can just say your 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 piece about it okay. forever. Yeah. <laughs> your case. What is your number uh, five? My number five is Point B for iOS uh-huh. and Android. And Netflix <laughs> this, exclusive. The Netflix game, yeah. The Netflix exclusives. Where you just Point keep climbing, B, right? <laughs> which is, yeah, you just keep climbing instead of their last game where you just keep falling. Um, so they really, you know, they really flipped the entire game on its head. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Um, it's been probably, I mean, Diablo. I thought Diablo Immortal was going to be the game that I'd be playing a lot more of on my phone this year, as far as phone games go. But Point B is the one 
that had it's just it's just very addictive you know one of those like score chase games and those don't always get me but for some reason this what, game what got you, me what are you in that game <laughs> i mean are a, a, blob. a I do, blob. Yeah, you're a cute little blob it's very and there's like a big cat in the bottom <laughs> with like Oh, you know what? I don't know what he's holding. I just realized that. It, I was about to say like an eraser, a pencil, a spoon, oh, a straw. What is it? Probably a, a straw. It's oh, cast. Yeah. You know, I just put this together now. <laughs> it's probably a straw because he's collecting juices. I'm oh, oh, it's a big I never straw. I, I played this game for like over 10 hours. And In the key art, <laughs> it looks like a bullet. Like oh, a blue bullet. Oh, maybe yeah. that. But I don't Maybe know why that doesn't that. make sense. <laughs> yeah. He Does just he has a stuff? gun. No, no. He like you're collecting fruits for this big okay. monster chasing you. And when you collect them and slam down, all the juices go into like the monster's mm-hmm. mouth. See, so now it looks training. like a cannon. So I'm really off. <laughs> you know, we really need to look into this. It's very cute, though. Very cute. game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really charming looking like the art's really sharp. Uh, the music is actually really good too, and um, when you think you finally have gotten to the, it has a really good progression. But when you think you finally gotten to the end of the game, it just throws one last thing at you at the end, and you're like, "Oh, maybe I'm never gonna finish this game." One last thing, <laughs> but you it's got me good. questioning now. Uh, yeah, it's <clears throat> it is not an easy game. It is not an I easy. Forgot. Game. Uh, hey Troy, I I don't know if I asked you this on the last episode. I don't think I did. It, do you have to like go into the Netflix app? And like get this game, or you had to, or you can be like, oh, I have a Netflix app and I have like an account. I can just download this game and like set up my account. You do it through the Netflix app, and then it like links you to the uh to like the iOS store, the mm-hmm. App Store. I don't know if you can do it the other round. Have you ever tried just searching something through the App Store that's on Netflix, Colton? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think I have. I I but, usually oh, go to the Netflix what? app. I've I click on it guys. and it takes me to the App Store. I've linked you guys to it, so I'm pretty sure you can go straight to it, but it'll still check you on if you right. have a Netflix subscription, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, but it, when you open up the game, it doesn't have to you don't have to have a Netflix app open or anything crazy. So it just acts like a normal like gaming app. Uh, but yeah, that's my number five. So, uh, Josh, what do you got? Uh, number five. Uh, I'm going to have to say. And I just played this game yesterday. I'm gonna have to say multiverses. Oh, WB Smash Bros game. Yeah, we just played it over at Colton's yesterday, and uh, it was fun, dude. Like it's not so much fun. (laughs) It's not um, polished at all. It's it's still in uh, early access. Really? And you can tell, like it's it's rough around the edges. There's a lot of decisions there that I was a little bit like. Okay, maybe after a little bit more, uh, seemed a little unfinished. Yeah, yeah there were just weird choices here and there, and like the there there was um, I guess besides polish, my main like thing against it is like there's not as many moves. Like the move set seems kind of limited, but mm. maybe I'm just bad. It's that's possible too, and I was having trouble with the controls. But all in all, I had a lot of fun. Like a hundred times more fun than I thought I was gonna have going into it, seeing Shaggy and batman back to back on the cover i was like i don't know about this but <laughs> hey it it turned out pretty well i think and i yeah. i look forward to the updates i'm pretty excited actually which i was not anticipating so i'm I'm pretty happy with that huh 
Maybe I'll download that. <laughs> it's it's free to play. True. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. All right. Uh, Colton, number five. Uh, so I know right before we recorded this, I, I was kind of telling you how I could only really come up with four games that uh, to put on my list. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, you kind of convinced me to, you know, even if I have like an iOS game to put on there. And I I was really back and forth on Diablo and Point B. Because ever since you mentioned Point B, that last podcast, you finally you, you convinced me to get it. And I have been playing that on at least, you know, once every day. I'll get on for like 30 minutes or something at work or maybe even an hour. So I have been playing that a lot. Uh but I still think I still think I'd have to pick Diablo as my number five. Uh, even though I have yeah. even though I haven't played it in about two weeks. Uh I thought about it today, and then something happened at work, and I didn't get to. But I was actually like kind of excited when I thought about it. I was like, "Ooh, I'm about to have like 40 minutes to spare at work. I'm gonna get on Diablo and do a couple quests and stuff." And so I think, I think I'd have to put that over Point B at least for now. Uh, I don't know if I get to that end game thing in Point B you're talking about. I, you know, I might feel yeah. different about it. You don't but, know when you hit it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just thought Diablo really surprised me with how much. I think with how much it hooked me and how well it looked and how much fun I was having with it. Uh, so I, I'd have to put that as my number five so far. Cool. Very cool. Um, Isaiah, what have you got for your number five? I think for me, honestly, um, number five, like at the bottom, I gotta say it's, uh, probably Oh man, Fortnite! I guess I I really still enjoy Fortnite. Wait, wait, that didn't oh. come out this year. No, oh, no. Wait, no, no, I, it, uh, it, I'm joking. I, I said live services, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to bring I want to bring in Fortnite because I have zero problem playing that game anytime, anywhere on the Switch, PlayStation, or PC. That game has really aged beautifully it has come out with so many like the crossovers with like, the skins and characters and whatnot that like keeps me coming back for more of this game just those crossovers alone but like just the gameplay itself as well it just continues to be so much fun with like this idea of like oh you're in a battlefield and like it's like big and expansive and you don't have much like defense besides like you know, like a, like a wall or whatever, but building changes that entirely in your approach to combat. And since then, like I were like, I played in like, in like what, 2017, 2018, I've just been hooked. And even though I take breaks from that game, I still have a reason to come back to it, to have fun. Even my babysitting job, I play it with my, my boys and like, we, we having like plenty of fun. They've done so much that game and like really expanded upon it in so many ways, both story wise, surprisingly, and gameplay wise with its new items and whatnot. It's it remains like a goat of gaming to me for like online. It's Epic Games know what they're doing. And I, I'm, I'm so excited to see what what else they do. Like it's you never know what they're going to do. They have Naruto in that game, dude. Like it's insane. They're going to they're going to keep making really boring skins for the uh pass yeah all they the will. Good skins in the shop that's that's their uh forte yeah but i'm yeah. cool with it well, hey, I, it works, I, i'll so. give my money I'll, I'll give my money yeah so don't matter <laughs> it, yeah it is obviously working uh but all right fortnite number five got it um all right uh so we are down to number four now um uh, mm-hmm. i know all the way, oh, God. All the way. 
So close to one. It's going so fast. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four. My number four is Stray for the PS5, which just came out like, what, two weeks ago? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. I know. Yeah. No one's been talking about it online. <laughs> Little known game. Didn't blow yeah. up. Steam seems it has mixed reviews. Yeah, I don't know about this game, Troy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I just saw something in the doc saying Troy talks about Stray and someone just deleted it in real time. <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I obviously they knew it was coming. They they Josh Josh got me good. Um so honestly though, Stray is awesome. Um, it, it reminds me a lot of, uh, Canada Bridge of Spirits. I, I, I like, I don't know if it's PlayStation strategy to take like one game that's made by a small studio that looks like a triple A game, but it's really more like a double A, but it's real good. Um, but, uh, Astray, um, I really just like the, uh, the environments, like the city environments and all the oh, dialogue yeah, and the robots have and like their little stories. And it just has a lot of character. And, you know, the, the the cat itself has a lot of character in that they motion captured really well. They, you know, they they make they they put uh, stuff in the levels designed for you just to do cat stuff like there's working keyboards everywhere where you can just step on it and you'll just see on the screen. You'll just be like P, 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 P or X, A, you know, like cats do. Or like cans and paint cans that they knock over, or you know, pianos, pool table, just just anything that you can knock down. This cat can probably do it. Uh, but just like the interaction between your little robot buddy, uh, y- your main your main character, the cat, and all the robots, it just works together so well. And in the game, you get about like three of these main city hubs, and every hub has like a really interesting angle to it. Or like, you know, like whether it be like a nightclub or a shop or, um, you know, or just like uh, apartments or a treehouse. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is like super dense. It, it actually reminds me a lot of like. Um, um, as far as just the setting, it reminded me a lot of Midgar from the Final Fantasy seven remake. Oh, yeah. It's just like an enclosed city with like no, you know, you where you look up and it's just like a metal roof. Yeah. And like you think it's like um, oh, stars, but like, no, those are lights. Like, those that metal? Lights. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a really good looking game, too. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed Stray. So I did beat it a few days ago. And yeah, I mean, it might, I uh, gameplay wise, it might be a little simple. You know, it's not like yeah. you're going to have a bunch of attacks or you're not going to have like, it's not like Mar. It's not like a, a like a Super Mario Odyssey where you're going to be chaining together these acrobatic moves. Like <laughs> it's all very like set points on what you're going to platform. But you know, at the same time, when you're looking at it, it doesn't look like a big floaty. You know, if your cat had a double jump, it'd probably look pretty dumb. So I see <laughs> why they did it, <laughs> and it, it probably made at the end of the day, it probably made the platforming less frustrating for you not to be able to just like fall off edges. You know. So I get why they did it. Uh, but yeah, overall, really, really enjoyed it. Um, good game. All right. And so, Josh, what do you got for your number four? All right. My number four, I think I talked about it last podcast, is Loot River. Oh, oh really? 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 Wow. Did you play more? Yeah, I played, I played more of it. Uh, I'm really bad at it, I will say. Um, but a lot of the things that I, I didn't like about it at first, I think were just growing pains getting used to the movement in the game 
you like like again you move around on these like platforms that are floating in a river and i'm not so upset about the name anymore being called loot river uh in the loot loot system not giving you like that much loot i, I i'm actually enjoying the upgrade system um you kind of go on a run and uh try to collect blue orbs so that you can you know upgrade your uh what weapons will spawn in the the um on your runs so you're kind of as you go increasing what loot you can discover out on your runs so i guess since i was so bad and early on yeah there wasn't that much loot but it, it as i play there's there's more and more that i can i can get and like i've got like a a knight's helmet and uh different um magic now and different heavy weapons that i'm really enjoying so yeah it's it's deeper than i thought it was and i'm still pretty early on and that's mostly because i'm just bad at it um i can't Me get past the, the third the or the second the boss just keeps is it the, i guess it's technically the first boss. i don't even think the first area has a boss um but it's just hard it's it's hard but i'm having fun every time i play it i'm like i'm enjoying this loop even though I am, I guess, doing the same thing over and over again, I'm just having fun doing it. So yeah, that's my number four. Interesting. Why did they that, call that it? That kind of makes me want to try it again. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Loop Hero. Nah, that's a totally different game. <laughs> yeah, I want to play that game <laughs> that... too. It's <laughs> a shame. That's yeah, crazy. Speaking though, of like games. <laughs> speaking speaking of games. Speaking of games, I want. Is that to what play we're doing? Year, that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like listen, I was listening back to like the, like the last podcast episode and uh, just hearing us like talk about Lou River and like we had so many like little like little like nitpicks about it. And while while like it was mostly positive, like with like, with you guys had to say, uh, there was like so many like to talk social talk about it, like with like just like little details in that game. Like of course, like the simple idea of like a Tetris block being like slided mm-hmm. to across like the entire area. Like I don't know, it's just. I think they could do more with that, but seeing as they were the first ones to kind of give it a go, I, yeah. I can forgive them for it not being perfect. Uh, maybe the later levels will be a little bit more challenging with the sliding block segments. Uh, so I'm looking forward to continue playing, and maybe maybe it'll climb up, actually. Yeah. On my list. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Once you beat that boss, it'll that. just automatically jump to your number three. <laughs> it, 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 it's happened with other games that we're going to get to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Colton, number four. Uh, I'm, I'd probably, I'm in the same boat with you, Troy. My number four is going to be Stray. Uh, I finished it for Thursday last week and I went ahead and got the platinum for it. Uh, wow. And I, I, I really liked it. I, I will say the one thing I think it's a lot of people a lot of people were complaining about the game is that the the cat isn't much of a character. Um Yeah. Like like, you know, a lot of people were like, Oh, the game is about, you know, you're a cat, you fall into this world and you're trying to get out, you know, get back to your family. But I feel like How much weird, focus I, on I feel that? I feel weird saying it, but like I feel like the cat doesn't care about that. I mean, but I and I know it's a cat and whatever. But even like I heard someone on a podcast say, I can't remember who it was, but they yeah. said, you know, what would have done so well for me for for me liking the cat more is if like halfway through the game, you a robot has a picture of another cat or like a cat out outside. And then the cat kind of like walks by the cat by the picture, looks at it, tilts its head or something, you know, give the cat just a little bit more emotion, make me feel like the cat actually wants to go outside. Like, I, I don't know, some stuff like that, I think really would have improved my feeling for the cat. But mm. I think the game quickly, because it started out with me wanting to, to play the cat, you know, 
play this character as a cat, but a it very quickly evolved into me just wanting to see more of the robots in the world that the robots built, you know, once, you know, all the humans were gone because that that's what the game quickly became to me was just a game about the robots because I was so, I liked the robots. They had, they had such fun, you know, like goofy personalities and the way they moved and yeah, they're really well characterized. Yeah. Yeah. It is so good. Like I kept telling Victoria as she was like watching me play it. I was like, I want a movie about these robots. I think a movie (laughs) about these robots would be one of my favorite movies ever. I just, I love it. It'd be really cool. Um, Like just see like how seem be so like ironically human and like in like a setting where it's like kind of like hopeless. It's just, it's so interesting. And honestly, oh, yeah, it's kind of beautiful to watch. and I will say the platinum was pretty simple. There was one trophy. I would mm-hmm. say that was probably really difficult. It was you had to do like a you run away from the I forget what the little enemies are called, but the first time you 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 come across them, you have to run away and not get touched by one of them. And that was a I probably spent over an hour doing that chase scene, like over and over again. But I ended up that. getting it. Uh, and yeah, the game looked really good. I will say I think the only visual complaint I had was uh i think and it wasn't like every now and then i felt like it was most of the game the the animation of the cat running felt a little choppy or it looked a little choppy yeah a little stiff like, or something yeah and i don't yeah but 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 that was my only com- like visual complaint about it so you know it just sounded like it ruined the game for me or anything but that would be my number four cool that's cool uh, yeah Isaiah, what what do you got for your number four? Let me see. All right, so this is kind of gonna like throw you in a loop. But <laughs> Wait, can I just four... pause, Isaiah? It, it, yeah, yeah. It, when you do it, it makes it sound like someone else wrote it for you. It's <laughs> 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 like, and he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, continue. <laughs> but for real, it's gonna throw me and you in a loop. It's my number four is actually Elden Ring. Uh, Elden Ring oh. launched this year in March, and I oh. had I didn't really had much like a, like a hype built up for it until the, like you guys were like all bought him or playing it. Like even Colton bought it. He's only like really played like Bloodborne <laughs> for a Souls game, and I'm like, holy crap, that's like that's telling me something. So I was like, you know what, the boys are doing it. Let me hop on. And my God, it has blown me away. It's just the visuals, the sound, the gameplay with like these like little things with like just using the triangle button like having special abilities for like your weapon and your shield like it was a lot more in depth than like this like dark souls game that i played you know and bloodboard too like it was it was such an experience that i was blown away and like i was i stuck with it i was just addicted to just like the world like and like how it felt like like a theater like a like a play you just see all these like set pieces and like how they all interact with each other and like that first time being just destroyed by that, that golden knight in the on the horse, it, it solidified itself as such a such a like a powerful game to me that I I can't I can't like, I can't not put this in my top five or even top ten. Like it was an amazing experience with plenty to discover, different stories to tell with each player talking about like their own experience and there's just so much to like see in that game i i loved it so much nice i'm sure all of us will have a little bit more to say about that possibly i won't put any words in anyone's mouth but <laughs> very cool number now number three sorry 
my mic cut out there for a second. That was weird. All right. <laughs> Yay for editing. Uh, <laughs> all right. So moving on to number three. Uh, my number three is Cuphead, the delicious last course. Mm. And, you know, I won't say it like a ton about it because I talked about it just last episode. But yeah, just uh, just just the the cherry on top to one of the best like platformers ever. Or I, I know it's more like a bo- a boss rush game, but I still think of it as a platformer. Um, but it's just crazy how good they've made that game and how how much more they put into it than I thought they did. Just with all like the difficulty settings and the different character abilities, and even it just what Cuphead's become is kind of wild because it just used to be like a hard game that you know. <laughs> It's not a platformer. Again, <laughs> so whoever's writing on our Google Doc is informing you Cuphead is not a platformer. Um, but uh, yeah, Cuphead is amazing. If you've not tried Cuphead, if the difficulty has scared you away, if something has, I really encourage you to give give it a second look um, because they really have done a lot to tune it and make it accessible. And don't feel bad if you have to lower a difficulty or... Even even without the difficulty, the new like I said last episode, then the new um, items they put in just makes the game a lot more uh, digestible. So yeah, Cuphead, the delicious last course is number three. All right, Josh, what do you got for number three? Whew, sorry, I gotta get back off the dock. Let me find where I was in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my number wait, three. Wait, wait, before is, you start, before sorry. you start, oh, what, what okay. is what is what is Cuphead, Josh? Uh, God. what genre is Cuphead? I don't know. You run and gun. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll give you. I'll Close, give you yeah. that. I'll give you that. Thank you, thank you. Uh, my number three is Nobody Saves the World. Uh, it came out really early this year, I believe. That came out uh, this year. I'm gonna double check. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> give me a Keep going. Right? I'll check for you. I, it's okay, too okay, late okay. now. It it is. All right, all right. I'll check on it though. Uh, it is a. I would say a spoof on Zelda, like old school Zelda games. Um, mm. It's it's really silly. It doesn't take itself serious at all. You're just a nobody character who falls into a situation where you just you 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 find yourself with a magic wand and the ability to change into a bunch of different uh, other creatures, and those creatures give you access to different abilities and uh things to get you through different situations so you can keep progressing and the game is all about progression everything is just progress bars and experience points um can you guys hear me because i my mic's been chopping in and out no you're you're good you're good by the way this came out in january 18th so yeah you're good just just cut it yeah (laughs) okay uh it is uh, a very good game that doesn't do anything special at all. <laughs> it's just well made. Um, uh, I believe it's by the Guacamole developers. It totally um, is. Drinkbox. Yeah, and yeah. I never played that series because I didn't like the look of it. And I honestly, I don't like the look of Nobody Saves the World. The art style is not for me. <laughs> I It's probably for a lot of people out there, though. So just like go look at a, a screenshot of it. it yeah. It's going to grab you just with the art. And if you're if you're into old school Zelda games like this is it, it it's not going to quench that thirst for like a true Zelda. But 
you're gonna get references and like 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 mechanical references and it is trying to kind of uh push the boundaries of like what we accept in video games or like why why we i think they're asking a lot of questions with their their mechanics like why do we like doing this like why why is this good game designer why is it not and i think they do a pretty good job of that um whether or not it's a you know i'm starting to question should i put this on my list uh did i enjoy the game oh i i mean i think i i played i played a little bit because i think that was a game pass deal right um yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, when it originally came out, and what I noticed that they they're really good at putting like progress meters on literally everything you do. Exactly, and it kind of it kind of hits your brain like like mm, it is fun to fill up these meters. I could exactly. just do this like nonsense gameplay thing just to fill up a meter. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh. uh, it's cool because you can like combo different powers from the different creatures you get uh like i guess after the second dungeon you get to do that uh so it's pretty cool it's an interesting little game yeah it it gets deeper which i was actually pretty surprised about uh because before that i probably wouldn't have put it on the list but it it gets a little bit deeper uh so it it was it was fun yeah drinkbox is a cool studio uh if you like metroidvanias that first guacamelee is like super solid good switch game cool cool yeah, looks really charming and very like just detailed. Like it's surprising how like good this looks. Yeah, it's car it's cartoony in a fun way. Yeah. Um. All right, Isaiah, what do we got for your? Nope, sorry, Colton. No, yeah, I was say, like, <laughs> what do we got me? for your number three? <laughs> uh, so my number three, I think I don't know if it's because I've, I've it's been a little bit since I played this game and I played my number two more recently, but I. This was originally my number two, but I think I moved it down to number three. It was uh, Horizon. Mm. Uh, I think hmm. I don't I don't know if I moved it down, and I, I don't know if it'll stay below my number two. Um, but well, I mean, we'll I guess we'll figure that out later. Um, I really liked Horizon, but I also I also really liked the first one. I I really liked the combat. I liked the you know I liked learning how to kill the other robots you know like in different ways and to use weapons and all that and i think this game just does it you know it just it it does the same stuff but it it just it adds to it you know it's not really it doesn't remove anything it just kind of gives you more you know kind of more gameplay mechanics to use and i really enjoy that uh it's definitely the best looking game i've played this year by far it looked fantastic every cutscene. You know, even just in the middle of playing it, it was just, it was so good looking. I liked the story a lot. Uh, you know, it, it was easily set up. You know, the end of the game is easily set up to, you know, for a third game to round off the trilogy. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the third one. Uh, and I just think, I think, I think gameplay was really increased from from the first one with this game. I mean, e- even just mobility, uh, mobility was greatly improved with the glider. And the what do they call that thing? It's like a grapple hook. Uh, the pull caster, like that. It, it made it made combat scenarios. I think a lot more fun. You can be surrounded by robots, and there's like a there's a cliff right next to you. You can pull cast your way up there. If you hit circle right when you make contact with the cliff, you launch yourself in the air. You go into slow motion. You know, then you shoot two or three arrows, and as you start to fall down, you can glide your way over the robot you just shot. 
and do a slam attack on another robot. I mean, it. I think you're able to chain your your combat a lot better, uh, and that just you know that that tickled the you know that part of my brain. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so my favorite part of the first Horizon was the combat. So I'm curious, the improvements in combat. Do you think is this your preferred game in the series now? Like, is this your new favorite? Oh, I think yeah. There, okay. I can't really think of anything in the first game that I liked more than this game. Uh, but like I said, I think they just, I felt like they just improved everything. Okay. Now that you know, that's up to everyone to say how much. You know, it's up to them to say how much they improved, or even if they did improve on anything. You know, but for me, I feel like combat was improved, mobility was improved. Uh, yeah, even like the uh, like the puzzles you can find throughout the world. Having the pull caster now, you can like you know, you can pull a box towards you or kind of swing to. It even made like the puzzles a little bit more dynamic throughout the world. And some of them, I they actually stumped me for a little bit. So I like, but I like that in games. I know some people, you know, if they spend longer than a couple minutes on a puzzle, that it might aggravate them. But I love it because I feel like it, I'm getting my my getting my money's worth, you know, when I actually have to <laughs> think about a puzzle, you know. Yeah, uh, I think it's nice for like a breather between like combat sections and stuff to have. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Me too. I, I agree. That's how I felt like like um Jedi Fallen Order. They had like stuff like that too, and it was like really fun, surprising too. Yeah. It's funny that Josh, you said that combat was your favorite part of the first one because that was the thing I liked the least <laughs> about that first game. So when oh. Colton was telling me about those combat differences, it's maybe the first time I'm like, oh, that does sound good because <laughs> yeah. I just in that first one, I just felt like everything became so bullet. Well, not bullet spongy, arrow spongy. <laughs> um, it mm. just took forever to kill everything. You just gotta get more creative, man. Yeah, <laughs> there's like quicker ways to take down enemies, like because they're uh, more susceptible to certain attacks. Right, right. Maybe that was just more than I wanted to put into that game at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, I want to shoot them. And they I, had a, I had some <laughs> issue too with with like Troy's hat. I was like, I always felt like even you know, like the bigger, bigger like robot like robots like those felt like really era spongy to me. But now yeah, I, mean, I, like, I was just like, I don't know. Oh, part of me, another one know, of these guys. I've always <laughs> felt like the bigger the enemies, I'm like, oh, they're gonna have a lot more parts to them, so they're gonna have a lot more weak points. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I kind of felt the bigger ones. They and they go kind of quick. It's usually the small ones that are really quick cool. and it's hard to hit their weak points. Those were always kind of a tr- like kind of a problem for me. But I That's think the, the quote unquote boss battles in the game with like the the really large unique monsters, the the the, the it's it, they're like lengthy combat sections, but I never felt like, oh, it's a bullet sponge. It was just like, oh, this is really entertaining. Like I I'm I'm enjoying this. This is exciting. It feels epic, you know. So I, I, yeah. I, I just I mean, disagree that's with Troy. With that's all I have to say. Troy's wrong. Well, Whoa. I mean, to be fair, I, this isn't the game's fault. It just, man, they pick they they just pick the worst times to drop those games. Both of them, they do just terrible. Yeah. Like like that game got dropped right between Persona and Near Automata for me. And so, of course, I was just like, I'm just going to get through this because I bought it, you know. So I, I do admit that, you know. That's your, wait, for the first one? You're per- yeah. Don't you mean Breath of the Wild? Or no, I don't. No, no don't, I, if I remember right, like Breath of the Wild was there, but also Nier and Persona were like right around there as well. I think you're the uh, only yeah, one. Yeah, like two weeks later. Said, you've, you're the only one that's ever referenced Nier and Persona around her. 
Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> that's because I waited to play Breath of the Wild a little later on my Wii. Oh, that's right. You did. You did. Because yeah, all, all those other games came out, and I'm like, I have to really pick and choose here. <laughs> that <laughs> that was wrong. just a crazy summer. I don't that's think cool. so. I that's don't think so. <laughs> ah, well. Maybe Persona, I I could have done without because I felt I felt so stressed uh, fighting that near automatism. Uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. So we are down to our top two here. Uh, well, nope, sorry, I, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, uh, Isaiah, what's no, what's your number three? I just want to say, uh, I got really stressed out playing that game, Horizon. Anyways, <laughs> number three. It's multiverses. That game yeah. just came out. <laughs> wow, I made it on two lists. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I I love that game. First off, just like the art style, like everything fits, everything's cartoony, yeah, goofy, and like it, it just the cast itself, even if you don't think like Batman's not a goofy character, they implemented him like mm-hmm. enough towards like yeah, he fits with the loony style and whatnot. Then, like, of course, like, the, the gameplay itself. I, I first had issue with, like, the controls and, like, how and like it felt. Because to me, it felt floaty versus, like, Smash Ultimate's, like, restricted, like, clear gravity. Like, very clear. But as I played more and more, it felt more comforting to play, like, this sort of, like, floatiness to it. Um, with each character that I tried out. Um, but, like, my biggest, like, like, gravitational pull to this game that made me want to put in this list was the fact that it's so accessible. I have an issue with like my like you know like Josh or Dolan coming over with me and Colton and like us playing a game like choosing one, Smash is never really on the table. But with like multiverses, I felt like it's it's like brought this like hope that like gamers or like even non-gamers just pick this up and be like yeah this is like fun it's silly it's dumb fun and regardless of like very groupy yeah regardless of like what you think of like a, a platformer fighting game you're gonna have fun even my own partner who does not like smash and like mainly plays it casually for the story like the little story mode that thing with like spirits uh, they loved this game. We were playing it last night for like hours and just having a blast, even against just AI. This game has like really opened the door for like having accessibility for a lot of people, and I'm so excited for that. And like with like Josh was saying with its nitpicks and like its cosmetics, I agree 100 with like it, it's 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 got some like rough around the edges, but I'm so excited to see where this fun. game goes. Like, it's got LeBron yeah. James, and they made that guy Dude, so much that was, fun. That was a good character. My least favorite part. No, <laughs> that, was, that was a good character. I will you, say, you can play as Daphne, and one of the attacks is you pull out a bullhorn, and you shout words at people, and it attacks them. Like, Jinx, and like, words like, hit them, and it's great. She's the best character. I, I, like I said, I'm so excited for to play more of this game, and I... I have. I'm confident it's gonna be even more great. Do you later think? On. Uh, I mean, do you think this game would get it, uh, the amount amount of buzz it gets right now if it wasn't free to play? Because that, that Nickelodeon mm. Smash clone came out, and, and you, from what I hear, sucked. it's <laughs> from what I hear mechanically, it's probably more tighter than this game. It just you had to pay, you know, sixty, forty bucks, whatever that, it was. That had a lot of other problems too. That that, that has its own problems. Like, like my issue with problems. it. Yeah, yeah. But my issue with like Nickelodeon though, like 
dude, that game is just not fun to play. <laughs> I yeah. don't like it. It's just not fun for Rick. If you're being behind like a paywall, like it's not worth my money. It's it's just hard to control versus like like Rivals of Ether, Smash Ultimate, and like like multiverses all platform fighting games. Like I just I can't. But with with this game, free to play and it's fun. You 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 got a good like you got a good deal for you. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Now we are officially on number two. Woo! <laughs> I know. Getting, <laughs> getting down. Getting down there. All right. So my number two is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh. Yeah. Yes. There we go. I was waiting for that game is oh, incredible. Yeah. Uh so Kirby and the Forgotten Land, you know, probably Nintendo only Nintendo's the only people making these kind of games. It almost feels like a throwback when you look at a game and you see its version number eight months later and it's still 1.0, you know? (laughs) I don't know if that's quite the case with Kirby, but it just feels like such a complete package, like like just like perfectly polished, packed with like things to do, things to collect. Uh, You know, it's not even like, oh, you know, I could use some DLC. I wasn't even, even able to do all the content that was there. And um, like I said, just so tight, really charming, really uh, creative and uh, just not a moment I was bored playing that game. Um, it, it just it's just an amazing platformer. So, yeah, that's Kirby in the Forgotten Land. That is my number two. And if you would have told me that was my number two up to this point of the year, I would have been very surprised. Yeah, Kirby, For real, it's Kirby. is a platformer. Kirby is a platformer. <laughs> it sure is, and it, it's amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Uh, Josh, what do you got for your number two? Ding, ding, ding. I've got Tunic. Oh, uh, right. Tunic. All right. About, I would say within the past two weeks, my number one number two changed. So Tunic was my number one. So this is kind of a sad story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I tragic. the same thing happened with you that happened with me I bet I fell in love with this game almost instantly almost instantly because I did struggle with it on the PC but whenever I played on the Xbox like I said before I, it, it is just almost everything I want in a game with this fantastic Zelda game but I think it has a, a real hard time justifying just how difficult it gets at the end it mm-hmm. it goes from this charming like uh really interesting world and world design to just these really unpleasant unforgiving sections very short and, and just right at the end that brought down my uh, my feelings towards this game severely um i thought this could have been one of my favorite games of all time and now I'm thinking, no, it's just the second, my second favorite of this year. Uh, so it is a little bit of a, a sad note at the end there. Um, because uh, I don't know if, if, if Colton, if you struggled with the same exact section. You were talking about this arena, if, if I'm correct. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember the details, but I remember you, you drop into this area and there's like a, it's like a big platform and there's different uh-huh. statues of like different enemies in the game. And you have to like you, you interact like there's a statue of like the, the little pig guys. You interact with it, and all of a sudden like thirty of them spawn in, and you have to kill them. And basically, okay. you have to you have to do like all nine statues in one life to like. Okay. Yeah. That so that's like extra though, right? That's not on the main path. Uh, you know what? 
I don't really know. It could be on the. It could be extra. I, I struggle visualizing that. Um, okay. So well, maybe that the, what I had problems with. There's a, the one of the last areas, if not the last area that you absolutely have to go to. Um, there's these enemies that just they come out of nowhere about like four or five at a time, and just rush you so quickly. And I just died so fast over and over and over. When before. I was pretty much not dying. So the spike in difficulty was so large that it didn't feel good. I think that was a big misstep in game design. Whenever you're talking about the big red thing, the big red robotic um, things. Uh, are they robotic? I, mean, I, I hated them so I, much. I, I, they came out of like the water or something, or maybe they, they, they were coming out of like nowhere. I don't know. They were like spawning in, in, in weird ways. Um, and just... And just <laughs> They're just rushing at me, and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. So it really, yeah, it, it brought down my feelings overall for the game. Um, but still a very good game. Uh, just don't, if you don't want to have a bad time, don't play the last, like, area. Just stop. Yeah. Well, what about it made it, like, your number two? Um, uh, yeah. That, yeah, it was a good game. <laughs> just, just a good game. I, I no, think you definitely played a little bit about it. Begin. The, the, uh, the combat is is some of my favorite overhead like combat or what, what would you call that? Um, isometric combat. I, I've I've played a game. Also, the exploration, the uh, things being kind of hidden because of the isometric viewpoint as well. It's just really well done. The 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 designer of the game really thought about what every like uh block in that game is going to cover up and an interesting ways to hide things i'm sure there's a lot of secrets i did not find in that game that game is just it, it's full of hidden things and hidden upgrades um if you you know uh, like in shadow of colossus if you want to go find what all those like uh were they what were they like totems know. what were they uh, i don't know there's a ton of them i didn't bother i um but if you like, Are you talking so about, like you, the lizards and the fruit yeah you like, could, like raise your stamina health. And stuff. Yeah, yeah yeah stamina really high yeah you can kind of do that with tunic right you can go find all of the upgrades to make your character overpowered if you want to but you can also just kind of run run to the end if you want i kind of met in the middle and i had a bad time so maybe you should go find every all the secrets i don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe i you're not the only one i've heard talk about the difficulty spike it's really weird because it's so um, late in the game like it's very it's like the last say, 10 percent of the game i would say it's like the last five like I, <laughs> it, might be, it might be the last five yeah you know you know when you said the perfect like isometric game right away i popped in my head it's not even a game that exists i'm just like man what if hades wasn't a roguelike <laughs> that would be the perfect isometric game but yeah, yeah. hades i think I, though it doesn't do anything interesting with that perspective right it's just a flat isometric where this is playing with the it's true it, it with the puzzles and everything it does yeah. a lot with that stuff yeah totally yeah or secret pass yeah um yeah that game hasn't hit me as hard as it hit you guys or other people but i i do respect it for yeah, what it does okay. especially considering it's made by um a, a really small two team if not were, like a single person i think right? mainly one person but then like maybe yeah two other with people, some help but, i'm sure yeah but end. still that's still wild that that game yeah. came out as polished as good as it is you know because that game man that game was announced years ago like yeah like like xbox conferences as far as like five or six years back <laughs> so it, it's wild that i mean it's like i said i'm glad that when it finally came out it was yeah 
as qualities it was. Um, all right, uh, Colton, what was your number two? My number two is also Tunic. What? Uh, I have, yeah, okay. I have a lot of the same feelings that Josh had. Like, I, uh, I mean, it, it it grabbed me very early on. I was having a very good time with it. It had a, uh, it had, it had a little bit of a difficulty spike early on for me. There's like the first area before you even have a sword, you have to fight a boss. And I remember I must have spent like 30 minutes on this boss. And then right after you, you fight the boss, you get your sword. And pretty soon after that, you get your shield. And that's when the game, like the difficulty kind of, I, I don't know if it plateaued, like it still increased, but it increased at a, at a slower rate. It, which I think made the game really fun for me. It, I, I wasn't frustrated the whole game. Uh, and I, I just remember having a lot of fun with it. I remember there were really, there must have been like three or four like big like aha moments. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know that was a function I could have done this whole game just by holding this button down. Yeah. Like this would have been so helpful 15 hours ago, but you know, stuff like that, I wasn't frustrated by. I just, you know, I, I, I just I found that as like part of the charm and wonder about the game because then I I I, I learned something like that, and then I think oh I wonder what else this game is hiding that, you know it, it would it would want, want, make me want to go explore and find all the hidden stuff. Um, but uh, you know like Josh said I really enjoyed the combat, uh, the art style I really enjoyed the way the game looked, uh, and the instruction booklet I thought was a really was a really cool feature. It was and so much did, fun to look at. And they and how much stuff was like hidden in the like there you know there'd be a page uh with like like handwriting in it. And and you can zoom in on it and look at the handwriting and it's like a math equation or something. And I'm like I have no idea what that means, but that is so cool that that's there. Like I've Yeah, like 1632 like you like what is that for? Yeah. Uh so I mean I really enjoyed the whole game. Uh but like Josh, that last 5% was so frustrating. Thank God for the invincibility mode or whatever they called it, where I could just take as many hits as I want and I don't die. Yeah, I, would, I would have not, quit. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I would not have finished that game. I was getting so mad. And I just, I really wanted to beat the game without turning that on. But I was, I mean, I was on the verge of like deleting it off my computer. <laughs> like it, it's it's weird how happy i was and how mad i got at the yeah. game like they were like yeah i got to the both extremes uh so that that really you know the more i talk about it it probably should have it, it might be number three and horizon might be number two but for now i'll just keep it at number two so yeah, i mean yeah. It later yeah so that's yeah. my feeling we'll, we'll have our real our top 10 at the end of the year and you'll be able to correct any wrongs <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right cool there we go i'm glad to see some tunic love um all right so number two isaiah what what you got <laughs> Mine's also too. No, it's not. It's Cuphead DLC. <laughs> okay, nice. I I I played Cuphead DLC like or just Cuphead base game like this year uh, or my birthday time, and I was blown away. Loved it. You know about it. But the DLC came in and was like, you you already fool, buddy. But you also deserve. <laughs> it is a back to back fun action and just 
eye candy for like all your senses all five senses in fact are going insane when you play this game it's Touch. beautiful i want to know what you were smelling bro bro i have to tell you <laughs> it is just fun it's just beautiful it just sounds amazing you have these like bosses that are, like like that have these like amazing gimmicks like the dog like boss where it's like oh you just like you know like going a little plane like you're moving around it's like the Sonic the Hedgehog and like Tails levels from Sonic 2 you're just on the rope but then like it flips the entire screen and it's like I make my controls how do I do <laughs> it's just fun I love it it is just like back to back fun and I, I have no other words except complete incomprehensible sounds it, it's such a short but sweet like finale and like send off to an amazing game with like a completely like like blood sweat and tears passionate team that really went all out for even just the base game but also just the dlc itself years we waited for this dlc and it shows just how brilliant it came out came out the oven looking like gourmet and gore ramsey himself is just wowed looking at this wow i miss that better myself there's a lot it's, of metaphors good game. it's it's a great game and yeah. miss Charles herself is just a blast to play and it's just not uh I mean, it's just not something you see a lot in gaming. Usually, the longer someone spends on something, the bigger it gets, the more like content they want to stuff it full of. These guys, like I said, like how many bosses were in this DLC? Or as like seven or eight, yeah, seven or eight. Seven or eight bosses, and this game came out in like, what, 2017, 18? Yeah, yeah, and this um, game's been in development since 2012. Yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah, the original game took a while, but just this DLC for you know from like two they've been working on it for like four years and they just put everything they had into these like handful of bosses and you know i they it's just yeah it's amazing it's just an amazing piece of art it's just art <laughs> it literally is and i know like I, I came off like really strong about this game but it just i just feel like just it's just so much fun like and if you're like not so passionate about it like i am it's just fun and you can just pick if it it's up it's just right your now. number three then <laughs> <laughs> but still you go play it i, I don't know why you're doing <laughs> yeah yeah that that's how i did it to you i'm like all right um so we are down to our number ones for our game of the year mm. so far and i don't think my number one's gonna surprise anyone here or maybe yeah. the next two people either. No, Fortnite. <laughs> From the sounds of it. But yeah, Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> that's Elden Ring. Um, yeah. And, yep. And <laughs> I want to say, you know, it's not, I, I wouldn't say like every year uh, a From Software game has come out. It's been my number one. Uh, like Bloodborne and uh, Sekiro were my number ones the years they came out. And Elden Ring for me is just, you know what? At this point, it's just like dessert. Because I came off of this game already have beating like I, I had already beat Sekiro, which is difficult, like the most difficult from software game. And then also Neo 2, which is just straight up the most difficult Souls game. Um, and so coming to this game, it wasn't the like it wasn't like the perseverance or the difficulty, even though there were a couple parts where I might have tried like 20 times, you know, but that was pretty rare. Uh, I ran, I think I beat the game, beat every boss in the game. So everything with a health bar in about 80 hours. So That's I crazy. just 
tore through this game. And so, and I just, I'm just to the point now where I kind of, I just really mechanically cued into the game to a, to a sense. And, and you just, after a while you get used to like just making really OP builds, you know? And so I was just able to really just ride through this game. And it, it the same way people think of games where they can just kind of shut off their brains and play. I know most people don't think of like Souls games as that, but that's what it ended up being for me. Once I got past that initial hump of the first area and started leveling up and doing that stuff, it, it was just something I was able to play, shut off my brain and just go. And it just, just never stopped, you know? It, it's like It was like all you can eat like from software because <laughs> there's just so much of it there really um, is you're so good at this game because i i agree it's not the hardest souls game but man like i i didn't just shut off my brain for any of it <laughs> yeah i no. could not do that <laughs> yeah I, I will say though like from like as someone who's also played like the souls games and whatnot like maybe just even just two of them this game does feel like sometimes just like oddly relaxing to just go through even though like it gets like it's really high I mean, end the open world part there is yeah. that exploratory nature where not you know you can get on your horse and you don't have to like fight your way through every inch and like i said i wouldn't say like every single like part of it i was asleep there were a couple like dungeon areas where i'm like oh there's poison everywhere and i gotta run up this ladder and you know but that yeah. was a smaller percentage a lot of the game for me was like clearing the open world you know marking things uh finding out secrets that sort of thing and i'm just i've just been experienced up to this point with how souls games kind of run and feel that even the parts that were difficult were still not quite as difficult as like maybe the harder stuff in sekiro or in bloodborne you know um like the chalice dungeons or whatever but uh, like i said it's just it it, to me it was just like a never-ending dessert tray (laughs) And I left, you know, by the end of it, I, 80 hours, like within two weeks, I was like, OK, I'm good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I didn't even and that's part of the reason I didn't go as far as even Colton did in Platinum it, because once I played that much in that span of time and I did exactly what I wanted, I was like, I'm going to be every boss in this game. And, I, you know, and it's not like I I, I did that blindly at a certain point. I, I got to where I thought, okay, this is like the end game. And I just looked up a list of, okay, where's every boss? And I just like check marked like, oh, I beat him. Didn't beat him. Would go do that. And that, that was really relaxing. I don't fun. know how you'd remember that. That'd, that'd be like, I don't remember where any of these boxes were. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the way I did it is when you enter a dungeon, it marks, it marks itself. And I rarely like found a dungeon and then left it before I beat the boss. Oh, I guess. So a lot of those bosses, if it, the dungeon wasn't on my map, I'd be like, oh, I've obviously haven't beaten that boss. And I was pretty thorough when exploring that most of the um, most of just the bosses that are roaming, I either mark them with like a, a certain marker or I um, or I just didn't see them. And that was like pretty clear to me when reading the description of the boss. So I was able to clean up and that was kind of relaxing, too, because it was to the point where 
now I'm like over leveled for these bosses. So I would just like rip through those dungeons and just be like, yeah. all right, four hits and boom, I'm out, you know. Um, Why'd I say, how gangster of you to say that? You were like, oh, well, if it's if I've been there, I've killed the main boss there. Don't worry. Don't worry. That's how <laughs> I is, that Okay, out. no, no, no. There are a couple instances where I did mark and I left. Uh, you know those um those weird skinny dudes that have like the rings? Or they shoot at you. They're like real lanky dudes. Oh, like they're made of crystal or something? Yes. Uh, there was one of them where there's three of them. Oh, that was different. And I butt my head against that so hard. And then finally I'm like, you know what? Oh. I'm being dumb. I yeah. think I'm just underleveled. And sure enough, I came back like 20 hours later and it was like a lot more manageable. <laughs> you said yeah, crystal yeah. dudes. Are you talking about like those crystal like... Uh, Watch me. They're like golems and you have to like stagger them to... Yeah. Yeah, you have to like break break off their like uh their easy, armor. Dude. You're crazy. Oh yeah, no, yeah. there's a part where you fight three well, of they're them. They're not easy when you're there's, like there's a under when you fight um, first time is yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, I think know. I was I think I was under level two and that was kicking my butt. I had to come yeah, back. Yeah, that one I had yeah, trouble with. Me too. We but for the most the part. And you know, and in what made it easy too is like, you know, I did find the mimic. So a lot of those bosses, I was able to summon like two of me. Yes. And it just so happened that my build ended up being like the OP build in the in like the oh, end game. Because so I, I started saying I'm going to make a dex character with a bleed build. Like, I, you know, I wanted to make like a dex katana character and I found mm -hmm. one with bleed. And then once I beat the game two weeks later, that ended up being like the main strategy to beat like the hardest boss in the game. Yeah, but but early know? on, yeah, yeah. it was actually broken, like to the point where it didn't work. So I wonder, like, huh. did you play like shortly after they fixed it or I were you don't playing with it broken? I might have been playing with it broken, but I, I you know, like I said, I just I I've played a, enough of these games by this point that I kind of, you know they're, they're still dark souls enemies like they still move like them they they animate and i it's just been so burned into my brain now that i can i can play these games pretty easily at this point um I, i'm not trying to like humble brag it but <laughs> it's just because <laughs> oh you know, wait you've heard enough it's yeah. not humble at all uh, yeah <laughs> No, I'm not humble. I'm I'm decent at these games. Whereas, give no, me like a first person shooter, give me like Apex, and I'll be like, wow, I suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, your cousin like burned through all Souls games like during Elden Ring's launch, didn't he? Uh, like oh yeah, you? my my nephew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he just played all three personas in like under a month, so I, I don't I, know what I don't know what he's doing. But it's, it's insane to talk about. <laughs> that's an yeah, that's a crazy amount of gaming. But uh, just like ending points, I think it's just such a um, just a, such a playable game. I don't even know how to say any different like any differently than that. It's just it's it's not. There's nothing between me, you and the game, you know, like you jump in it and you're there and it's very one to one. There's not like menus or mechanics or in, not too much like stopping you just enjoying running around and killing stuff, you know. So it's both a very complicated game and both just like a very mindless game to me in a weird way which I really enjoyed. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> After Neo 2, I feel like they'd have to do a lot <laughs> to make a game harder than that thing. Cause that thing is oh, like such a brutal game, but yeah. yeah.
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, uh, Josh. My, my number one, number one is also Elden Ring. And that's I just crazy. Had to, I had to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I came around. That's crazy for you. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, a I had such a bad time on, on our Elden Ring episode. I was just, I was not as high as anyone else on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. A lot has changed, but I, I have to say, um, Troy, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> you're saying like there's not that many barriers in the plan this game is still a souls game like there is still so much like mechanics that are just hidden that i didn't know about <laughs> some of them until he i was done with 150 hours of the game <laughs> there, I, there's like the four items that i didn't even know you could use like they were reusable items i didn't even know they were in the game until i was done with my playthrough oh wait um, are you talking about the the uh oh what do you call them the the like those patterns that you can use with the item that like up all your stats or no, you're talking about the great runes. No, I'm see exactly. That's another thing. Like you yeah. can totally not use those and, and you wouldn't notice. Like you're like, why <laughs> did I go to those two fingers on the towers all those times? Who knows? It yeah. doesn't matter. You can play the game without it. You gotta, there's this other item that you gotta collect and you gotta, you gotta use it from your menu and then, and then it'll allow you to up your stats or whatever. If you switch your great rune, you can do other crap. You can you can turn it into Bloodborne where you regain health when you hit an enemy in a yep. certain time frame. There's so much. It is not a service level game in any way. Like you can't just be like, oh yeah, I can just run in and hit stuff. Like no, you're gonna die. Like, <laughs> you need to figure out, uh, uh, you know, what does S scaling mean? Like why are why do I have E D and, and whatever in my in, in the stats on this weapon like i it's still a souls game it's still confusing. i mean it is but you once you know like i figured that stuff out 12 years ago with Blood that's my Park, point like you know, with uh demon souls you know for you I for get me, it, it's like, very different yeah and for me as well like i understood most everything that was happening in the game in the but there were still things i was like what are they doing here? There's always something like that in From Software games. Like, I have no idea what this new mechanic is, and it's going to take me a while to wrap my head around it and really take advantage of it. I'm probably going to have to look it up on in a, in a guide. Um, so, yeah, you're crazy. That's, um, <laughs> but to, to my to my playthrough, yeah, I, I started over several times. Uh, I think I, I told you guys this before, but I had like a 30-hour playthrough, another 30-hour playthrough, and then a 60-hour playthrough, not not to completion, but to the point of defeat and having to just say, I'm restarting. So, uh, so <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I'm, I'm dying to know what 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 sold you. What is the point that sold you if you played 60 hours and were like, nah? No, it wasn't that I was like, nah. I was like, oh, I don't like my character. I don't like the build. I, and oh, yes, okay, I can okay. respect and I try to respect, but then, oh, I've already leveled up uh, these weapons and I'd have to go freaking... Uh, figure out how to get uh, all the resources to upgrade a new thing, a weapon. But first, I'd have to pick a weapon. I'm really bad at making decisions. Oh my god! So I just went for screw it and started over. Um, <laughs> and uh, with my last playthrough, I think I I'd have to double check, but I, it's got to be between like 90 and 120 hours. Um, what was the I class? did I did everything. Uh, so I ended up going with like a, a mixture of what Troy did with mm. lightning i did a lot of lightning spells whoa so i was using the ar arcane um seal to 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 use my incantations but i was exclusively using lightning um and it was really fun that too is that arcane seal is that the one that like weighs nothing no, do, any seals, do they weigh anything oh maybe maybe that's what i'm thinking of 
No, yeah, so the arcane seal is it's like it's red. It, it, uh, that's the best description I have. Oh, it's never mind. Like, I, it looks bloody. Mine, mine was gold. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the lightning stuff. Um, what turned me around on the game? Uh, I think there was more to it than I was giving the game credit for in in the early parts, because I was just because I was making myself do everything. I was like, oh, here's this boss again. Here's this thing again. Wow, so creative. But if I were to play like a sane person, I probably wouldn't <laughs> have had that problem. <laughs> uh, because uh, like Troy, I just, I was like, I'm going to clear out everything. I stepped foot in a cave. I'm not stepping out until I defeat the boss at the end. Because I wanted that challenge. I wanted those walls to overcome, you know, and I don't think this game really w was good at that, um, but it, I have to give credit that it was at least fun. Uh, I, the, a lot of the boss fights were, were still fun. Um, I think just with such a big game, it is so easy to let the player have ways to become overpowered that the fights become trivial. At least some do, depending on what your strengths are with your, your build. Uh, mm -hmm. But you'll still run into stuff. Like, you run a bleed build, you're going to run into... Your problem, Troy, with the golem things is that uh, bleed builds suck at taking out those crystal golems. Anything that's oh, yeah. like rocky and crystal, yeah. So, but the lightning breaks it super quickly. So I never had any trouble. Yeah, I had but, trouble with uh, those guys and the big bowl, the big crystal bowl, like on the top yeah. of uh, 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 what was that? I'm already forgetting names. Some terrible names. Uh, yeah, me too. The volcano manor, like the top volcano um, manor, that yeah. bull rush charge, dude. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, you guys, I, I had heard someone talking about how the the last part of the game was kind of downhill. Like it kind of just goes downhill. It, was that one of you? Was that you, Troy? No, no. I, I, I thought originally when I played it, I just thought maybe there were some like balancing issues at okay. the end of the game, but they could have patched all that do, like do a thousand like, times from here to now do you mean like the bosses were too powerful or well just like difficult like weird difficulty spikes where like i would just be running and just like just destroying things and then there'd just be like one little section where i'm like oh this is oddly like like oh, this thing I, is oddly I really powerful and i i would still just you know i i would maybe die once or twice and get it but it was just i could see it being uneven for people from my viewpoint, I think that it was still in there. Um, okay. Well, there <laughs> the, the, last, the last section of the game, I think, was harder with the standard enemies. But strangely enough, I, I was telling Colton this yesterday. Um, I killed Millennia on my er, second try. Like, I almost killed her on my first try. And I That's never crazy. once got hit by the, her, her attack where she slashes a bunch. I yeah, just didn't I, 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 I can't believe that. That's insane. Yeah, that was, like, being Troy's biggest, like, hurdle. Was that, I was yeah. little... <laughs> Yeah, for no, as much like, as I ripped through that game, I, I it took me like a good two or three hours to get through Melania. Yeah, um, and y'all struggled so much for that fight too. I I struggled to think of a boss that I like was just beating my head against because I, I don't think it really happened. I, I was, I think I just maxed out my levels. Basically, what I could the potential that I had without farming, I think I was just maxed out because I made sure i did everything in the open world um i was very i was very safe with you know trying to not lose stuff i'll say at the end of the game i just kept dying like the the last area the crumbling area 
I was going Aratusa or yeah, it's so hard to remember. Yeah, um, that that area. I don't know something about it. I was just constantly losing souls there. That was the first time I was really like, well, I just can't hold on to to my levels. Like I, I'm already high enough level. I don't really need to level up anymore. So I just, I, I guess I beat my head against that area, but I, I didn't. I didn't beat my head against a boss there. Like once I got to the bosses, it was like, okay, I took one or two tries and they're dead. I, I was, that was kind of disappointing to me. Um, are, do we want to talk about any spoilers at all? Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, how spoilery? Uh, very, <laughs> I guess. Sure. I maybe for the next couple of minutes. People yeah. um, okay. Um, I was just going to say about the, the final boss uh, fights plural that i wasn't i didn't really see coming i i didn't know what the the last boss was gonna be uh, i think they did a decent job kind of hiding that from yeah people. i remember that last boss kind of surprising me one the 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 fake out when you get up there i was like oh it's this guy anyway he's yeah. gonna be the last guy I fight that's weird and i fought him and i killed him in about i don't know 10 seconds and i was like that was weird. Yeah, you must have been pretty old. No, dude, yeah. It's weird too because like, okay, I use the mimic and then everything. Well, that, the mimic's overpowered. The the mimic already got nerfed. I literally did this. this I beat week. that. I beat that guy first try too. Yeah, like he yeah. he's so easy. It was in, incredible. He just he oh, his health bar just fell. Although away. he did was, he did do some cool stuff. So like, I was really worried. Other, I was yeah. I was so worried. I was like, that was the last boss. Oh no. <laughs> um. And then I got into the, the final area, the final boss room, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah. And I, and that the that first, was a cool boss fight. The first phase, I was like, okay, that was pretty challenging, but I got it, and I was like, okay, was that it? And it, of course it wasn't, right? Um, but I think the second phase was uninteresting. Um, not, It was kind of a just a, a dragon in a different skin. With like the big laser and everything. Yeah. I don't think it was a good fight, which was, so I'm kind of huh. disappointed. Oh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was okay. Yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah, it's hard for me. I can forgive a lot of Elden Rings like uneven difficulty, whether it be too easy or too hard, depending on your build or where you're at. Just because their last game was Sekiro, and that game is like there's no wiggle room, like. It, you're gonna play it the way it wants you to play it, or you're just not gonna play that game. Like, yeah, it's and so I, I kind of liked that even more than even Dark Souls. They gave you so much wiggle room to cheese bosses or <laughs> do whatever, oh, yeah. you know. Um, but it, you know, and not to say the game wasn't difficult because of it, it just wasn't, you know, it was, it, it is more approach, it is still probably the most approachable Souls game. Would you say that? Josh, even though that's weird to say, it no, probably still is. I don't really? think so. No. Okay. Okay. Um, I, think, I would say Dark Souls is still the most approachable. I would oh, say okay. the same thing. Yeah. Because after being Dark Souls and like still not being Elder Ring yet, but like being Dark Souls first, I was like, you know what? That actually, that wasn't so hard. Like compared to Elder Ring, that wasn't so hard. Like mm-hmm. even like Margit as a boss, like as one of the first bosses you find Ellering compared to like all the bosses in like Dark Souls, I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> this is like a, a bit more like a approachable and like just less intimidating Sorry. as so the are you, are you are you saying that? Wait, which one's more approachable, Isaiah? To you, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, because okay, like okay. even by just one comparison, of one boss 
a Margit to all bosses in like Dark Souls. Wait, so you think that, that Margit was harder? Yeah, I think Margit was Whoa. harder. Whoa. Genuinely. I I, That's I, I don't crazy. I I don't know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Maybe it's a little overpowered, but I'm not still- saying Dark Souls is easier. To be clear, that's not why I think Dark Souls is more approachable. I think Elden Ring is far easier. Oh, okay, but um, I don't know. Elden Ring has yeah. more tools. Like they give you more tools to, yeah. to, to for success. You can, like Troy was saying, there's so many different ways you can figure out how to cheese bosses and. And, and different things so or they give it, you like a flask where you can like mm-hmm. permanently have like uh stamina like increase oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, but i like, think all of those really helps all of those options at your disposal is what makes the game not accessible it there's again there's just so many mechanics dark you have souls to game is so, it. i get it you had to dark game souls it. is boiled down to a very if we're talking very, that that's that's what uh like bloodborne did bloodborne is this is not a melee Dark Souls game? Like you don't have to worry I, about magic. Had this uh, most of this. They, there's only true. like five stats to level up. Like, like uh, I think mm. Bloodborne is like a um, dissolves the Dark Souls formula to like a very certain play style, which is a dex build. <laughs> you know, okay, which is how yeah, I play yeah. these games, anyways. So for me, Bloodborne was like. But, no, you're right. I was gonna. I was gonna argue. You're right. <laughs> You know, and then and then I think Sekiro is a, a very different take. I think Sekiro is definitely the furthest away they've ever gotten the of, from their formula. And well, it's easy to understand. It's just um, uh, I just still don't understand to, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, the thing is, I didn't I didn't get Sekiro till I was forced to fight this one boss where I was like, oh, I get it. I'm never supposed to try and dodge. I'm never, I should either always be deflecting or always be attacking and nothing in between unless Mm -hmm. I have an item that helps me with a boss. And once I figured that out and not to hold the block button, but actually like tap it like a rhythm game, that game, I mean, Sekiro is my favorite uh, from software game. I think Sekiro, you have to like challenging games. And I know a lot of people are going to say Dark Souls is challenging, Bloodborne is challenging like they're not they're not hard games they're not for hardcore gamers Sekiro is for hardcore gamers it is the only from software game i would say is for hardcore gamers that want to get their butts kicked right like if you don't want to want the the bosses or become the master (laughs) like you have to train to be good at Sekiro I'd like to give my input on that. Uh, yeah, like like yeah. example of like a comparison of Sekiro, like as a, like a real hardcore game to like most complaints about Dark Souls like areas. The Tomb of the Giants is actually not that bad. You hear a lot of flack for that it's part. Dark. It, it's just dark. And, and if you memorize the layout, you're, you're good. That just game though, that choice. really does force you to like like really like breaks you in like a, like a new shoe like to like really like kind of get 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 with Sekiro or get out. Like that's it. And well, like with I, dark, I would say what what Josh was saying earlier. Oh, sorry, Isaiah, where are you? Yeah, I have one more thing to say. And, and like when it comes to like accessibility, I think about it now. Dark Souls simplistic, like, like it feels more simple than like you know Elder Ring's like complex mechanics. That yes, arguably is approachable as a Souls game, but Dark Souls because it's, it's more simple mechanics and like not much in depth stuff. I I do think. Dark Souls, even on its own, is still an approachable like game to enter into the souls. Those are the souls, like uh, it's also yeah. twenty to thirty hours. Uh, I wouldn't, compared to yeah, ninety, yeah. And I wouldn't call like Dark Souls and Elden Ring easy games, 
I feel like, like, you know, when you compare to them, like God of War or like Horizon, it's not, it's still not the same um, difficulty wise. But for someone who's been playing games all their life, like, I think it's, it's, it's easier than you would think for someone who's very familiar with like video games have has been playing you know even in the last 10 15 years i'm i'm like confident that anyone could you know get in there and beat that beat him if they you know really just got you know really committed anyone that's been in video games yeah yeah but to someone who's like just played yeah played call of duty and like modern warfare 2 in you know 2007 and played a game since i don't I would not call that game easy for them, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so, right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just a weird distinction there, but uh, we're in lost in the weeds. We're about to talk. I want to hear Colton's number one. It's our Elden Ring episode part two. Yay. <laughs> we truly do love that little ring on this podcast. I mean, there's no, it's, that's the thing though. From software games, there's just not, whether you hate them, you like them, or you like, one's more than the other they're still just like nothing quite like them they're kind of at a class of their own yeah for know? sure um so it, it I mean, does... they kind of started their own genre literally yeah, yeah totally. literally they've totally. impacted gaming and like game design heavily like you really yeah. can well, see it to this day yeah i mean the last 10 years uh you know game designers love dark souls and now i think elder ring is to the point where it's not just the designers now now it's hit mainstream in a way where everyone you know is about these games now which is different you know um yeah. Yeah. but again gaming has gotten bigger and bigger so more people have been playing games over the last 10 years than the previous 10 years before it and so that's why you're seeing a, a game like Elden Ring getting as big as it is, is now, because it wouldn't have been like that 10 years ago, no, even the no. same game or like Japanese games now getting like crazy numbers and stuff. Like, I don't think I, I you know, something like weird, like near or persona or Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. yeah, or Xenoblade would not that's have been as one. big 10 years ago than now. So I think it just says a lot about like the tastes of people gaming, you know, like there was going to be a breaking point where Call of Duty wasn't going to cut it, you know, <laughs> for for people. They want something a little different and this kind of fit the bill. But all right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Colton. <laughs> What's number one? Um, <laughs> What's your number one? So Ring. my number one is Elden Ring. But I want to hear Colton is very different than us because this is the yeah, first one. Yeah. He's, I know you played Bloodborne. But this is the first one you've put time, like time, time into and beat, you know? Yeah. So Bloodborne, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think, oh, I think it may have been somewhere between 15 and 20 hours into. And I really liked it. I, uh, I got to a point where the difficulty kind of spiked up and. Oh, dude, I I think now that you've played this much uh, Elden Ring, I think if you went back into Bloodborne, you'd probably get to where you were in like five hours yeah i mean yeah i mean i i see that happening it's uh, but too, yes. definitely out of the four of us i have the least to say about those type of games because my only experience has been like you know the 15 hours of bloodborne and the uh I'm, i don't know over 100 hours i've had with this and uh it is it, the first one i've beaten I think the difference between this and Bloodborne is I feel like I kind of had to be persuaded to get past that first like area of Bloodborne, you know, like I think Josh was over that first time I, 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 whatever that big boss, that big wolf 
on that bridge, whatever that thing was called. Like the first big boss of Bloodborne. Oh yeah, the Blood like, Beast. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I think Josh, you were there when I first encountered it, killed me very quickly. I hit it maybe twice, did almost no damage, and that immediately I was like, There's no way. Like I think yeah. I'm done with this. And I met you, you I mean you had to persuade me to do that. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. this time it was such a different experience. I I, I and I really think it's how open the game was is I think that's what kind of kept me in. You know, I didn't feel trapped in like basically any part of the game. I could just go somewhere and level up. And I think towards the end of the game, that is what kind of you know that led me. To, I think that led me to be really overpowered for the last like twenty percent of the game. I, I felt I felt like everything got really easy, um, except that Millennia fight, but. That's, that was like out of this world difficult for me as this being my first game. But uh, I did, I very much liked this game. Like this is like by far and away so far my number one game, you know, I mean, I platinumed it. If that says anything to some people, uh, like I went through the trouble of, I mean, I had to look up guides on how to, on how to get all three of these story endings without, you know, having to, replay them everything without having to go too far into one story ending that locks me out of the other one you know guides on how to find all the legendary weapons and um i mean you know i i really spent a lot of time because i only platinum games that i really like and it it was weird for me I, i must have been 15 20 hours in this game when i had maybe like three trophies unlocked you know just encountering the first couple bosses the ones that you kind of the trophies that you have to get and i and i said to myself i was like i'm liking this way more than i thought i'm probably going to platinum this game and and of course at that point there's still so much of the game that could have gone wrong for me so i mean that was definitely premature me saying that but i i remember i remember feeling very proud that i ended up doing it and without and of course i there were bosses i had to cheese and help like from you troy i had it i I needed help for millennia and oh that's it's all part of the dark souls experience <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah the, the more i say that the more you know people like you say that to me and i i feel less bad about it uh but man it, it this game was something else it it really and and obviously everyone talks about breath of the wild you know like how breath of the wild like set the world on fire and it, it was really interesting to live through another breath of the breath of the wild phenomena, you know, like, like how everyone was talking about it. Everyone was playing it, loving it. And it was yeah. really interesting to be a part of the, uh, of, you know, of, of all the talk. Yeah. And I'm glad you took the plunge. Cause I, I remember you kind of being iffy about it. Uh, and I, I was like, ah, oh, you should do it. It, it being on the ground floor of these yeah. games was really fun. <laughs> I was so yeah, excited. I know. Yeah, FOMO really got me hooked into it, and I'm glad it did because uh, I I wouldn't take back my time. I would not. I wouldn't take it back. I I have no regrets. I loved every minute of it. Um, and yeah, and getting the platinum it really is an achievement. Like like I I still don't think it's the same as getting the platinum in like you know like a Sony open world or like an Ubisoft game where obviously that takes time. Uh, I do think in the platinum and beating, you know, it it's it's a difficult game for people that have been playing games for a very long time still, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's an achievement, but awesome. Uh, yeah, Dark Souls, <laughs> Elden Ring Part Two, we're good. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
uh, yeah, just a good game. And you have to imagine there's going to be so there's already DLC talk, which I'm very excited about. I'm I'm to the point now Jeez. where I'm like, man, I could yeah, I could rip into some DLC <laughs> for Elden Ring. That sounds like a good time. And of course, of course, they're already working on like Elden Ring too. I'm sure that's happening. No, so I, I can't not. even imagine. I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. Like I, mean, I, don't they, I don't know, Josh. Like you know, what if they what if they really learn some lessons from this thing and yeah, don't make it open world. That's the lesson. Uh, Oh, no, I I love. Okay, okay. So let, let me Would you have been like, happy with like another like just Dark Souls Four? Listen like, to me I right now. Feeling, listen to uh, me right now. Right, Number one, on. this is just Dark Souls Four. Number two, <laughs> every single other Soul or uh, From Software game would have been higher on my list. Wow. Except for Demon Souls, I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Oh, don't don't. Oh, Demon Souls, great. It's fine. <laughs> it's Josh. the first one it's good um, uh, but interesting interesting take Josh I, I'd have to disagree. get rid of the I, open world get rid of it nah. so nah. I, it, it's kind of having the opposite effect where I actually I would really like to go play Bloodborne but I I don't know the, the lack of open world I'm like man I hope I hope I don't have like I hope I'm not dude, like gonna dude, bang dude. my head on the oh. table for the boss well, and not be well, I would hope they I would hope they make an Elden Ring 2 so they can build off what they made. But, you know, it doesn't mean I never like I said, my favorite game in the series is still like Sekiro. Like, I think it would be a shame for them not to try something like different in the same way they did in that game. You know, yeah, don't but don't make Elden Ring 2. Come on. Man. Oh, dude, that thing sold. Like, I, I know. I know that, that thing, thing sold more than Call will. of Duty. Like, I just like, don't care. I, like, if they care about like their game design and, their, and, and, and like the game art form right like making it open world was just uh, in my viewpoint like a pathetic move it was just caving to what the mass market wants uh but dude that's what and i wanted or after dark souls i was like man what if you're crazy what if you were just playing i said this to my brother in like 2010 i was like what if you were just playing and instead of like a fog gate like a boss just jumps okay. in. How crazy would that be? So, like you just run into like a Dark Souls boss, and that's what that, the game but was. that happened. No, no, no. Hold on. No, no. no. The, like the other Souls games have like have surprise boss fights, right? Like, I yeah, I get yeah. it, but not like. But and because it's not open world, it can it, it, you're still it, funneled into it. They can they yeah, and they can tell a better story with they can, like and yeah, not like a, a an actual story, but like it it gives you a better journey. What I did in Elden Ring was just wander around and fall off cliffs ninety percent of the time. As much as <laughs> I, I had fun it. with the game, <laughs> it is not a good open world game. The Witcher, which I haven't played more than well, I played like forty hours, but I haven't. I just restarted it like five times. Um, and and like Skyrim and Fallout, like Bethesda makes better open world games. I'm sorry, but Elden Ring comes nowhere close in in terms of open world design. It comes nowhere close. They, they, they do not make use of the open world. It is just a way to ride a horse from from the different like sites to see. I don't know, man. I don't quite agree. The, the Legacy Dungeon, first, the, no, no, that without the Legacy Dungeon, gonna, this game is nothing. Uh, when you go into the, like, the lake area, you know? Like the first time yeah, you like, go to Lake and that area. dragon comes down, 
No, you like that's oh, a cool oh, oh, you was a lake so, in the middle of uh, the first area. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, I thought you meant the lake area. I was like, that's the worst area in the game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Giant lobsters. No, yeah. dude, I, I don't. I'm playing through a second time right now. I started my second playthrough of Elden Ring. You know what I'm not doing? I'm not freaking running around that open world. I'm getting from point A to point B. <laughs> I'm fighting the bosses again. I'm not wasting time. It, it, no, it's in, it's incredible that that people want open world after this. It, no, I mean uh, it depends how you played it because you know, like I said, I pretty much explored every nook and cranny just about in that game in in like eighty hours. You know, I didn't feel like the open world kept me from like the good content. No, no, that's not what I'm it, saying. I'm just like you know? it's it, it's wasting my time. It's not the good content. It's it's the point. It's the it's what's in between it. You've just you've just yeah. put a buffer in between what you're good at. You're not good at open <laughs> world games. Stop doing it. <laughs> all right, all right. I I I see your point. May not. I'm sorry. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love this. This is great. This is the the such engaging conversation. It's my number one. It's, it's still I my say one. I say give them another chance because <laughs> we all we all played Assassin's Creed one and look what like two turned into. You know, like. You can wait, wait, you can wait, do wait. more with an with a you design. Just, you just compared from software games to Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed series. Well, that's when Ubisoft <laughs> was still making. You know, Assassin's Creed one to two is a it, two is a legitimately good game. No, it, it really is. Um, it's an incredible jump, and they were they were also better at open world design. I will say, if they just made. If Elden Ring 2 is just like an expansion of this, of like Elden Ring with no surprises, no, you know, like the same dungeon setup, um, then I would be a little disappointed too. But uh, you know how like Dark Souls 2 was, where it felt like a little more open ended and you just end up like branching off and you're like, wow, I'm on this whole. Like I never felt it too much in Elden Ring that I went inside a cave and it led to me being like, 20 hours and then i came out on the other side of the map you know it was really like you get in a cave and then you warp back to the beginning of the cave oh oh yeah you know what cave, i mean yeah all of it was inconsequential yeah you just like it's all incon- oh my <laughs> god no I, oh that's my thing. God. I think the act of playing that game is fun enough to where i still enjoyed those dungeons <laughs> dark like, I, is better than elden ring oh my god no it's fine um yeah, <laughs> that's our number one <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> Oh my uh, god. <laughs> all right, Isaiah. What we got? It's a, it's a speed running game with like with like music that is just like there to like be repetitive and like upbeat and fast alongside your gameplay to keep you like engaged and like on the move always. It's just a, a speedrunning simulator where you're always quick on your feet and your reflexes, like exploring and like finding new ways to just break the level. Doing things, like, doing things like, oh, there's like just nothing for me to like to platform off of. However, I have this burst here that I can break a card with and just go, oh, go to the side, hit the wall, burst off of it, go vertically upwards, and then just land that and keep going. This game is all about whispering to yourself. I could do better. I could do faster. I can do better. I can do faster. I can keep going. And and what's even crazier is that there's a secret. There's a secret ranking in this game. It's called it's it's, it's the secret developer ranking. Where if you beat a level fast enough, you get an ace red medal. 
and I've only ever gone like the like the platinum blue one. Yeah, a neon white is uh one of those games. Like you know, we're doing our fantasy list that I'm kicking myself for not putting Me on too. my list because the score Me too. the score's so high, and I know the guy behind it. The the developer. It's, it's, it's the guy behind Donut County. Yeah, it's the Donut County guy, and oh that should have cued me that he probably knew what he was doing. Very I just, you know what, the vibes. way um, it, my problem yeah. is every time I see a game and I see cards, automatically I'm like, nope, <laughs> you know, and I yeah. just totally did not. It, I, it just never clicked to me what that game actually was. And then once I saw it, I was like, oh, that's what this game is? It's what not a CCG? I still don't really know what it is. It's, it's just run and jump. It's, it's a platformer. It's run a platformer. platformer it's, it's, like, it's like same vein as like Super Meat Boy Celeste, but like in a more 3D environment, you know? Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of vibes I get. And it's it's a game I really need to play. The, my favorite review on I'm kind of I'm cutting cutting ahead to our our next section here, but Neon White is on my hey, it came out and my, I need too. to play that game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so. it's it. The writing is sometimes a miss for people, but I have to tell you, if you have like, if you got if you got a brain cells up in there, then I could tell you you're gonna find the writing, of course, goofy, but it fits, and the acting of it is also just genuine and like amazing, like. I, I can't express enough how goofy this writing is. Like, it's not the full, like, package. Not It's part of it, but it's not like the whole thing you're here for. It's probably but a it, pretty small part, but, yeah, I've heard the same. But And it has a cool, like, like little thing. Like, it's like, not like, why you're there. It's not why you're there, but, like, it has a cool thing, too, where if, like, if you are if you are here for it, if you do like it, then you can spend time with these characters. Uninspiring names. They're all like colors, but still, they're 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 characters, and they do have depth to them. And you can like go get gifts after replaying the levels, and like give them to them, talk to them, do side quests for them. Like it's like the Xenoblade kind of like um, or like the, it's more dig and rumpa where you can just like get a gift and like go give this person like oh I can like build a relationship with them. There's there's like replayability, not just like wanting to play these levels faster. It's to also access like the the mechanic of like hanging out with these people, not per se persona, but like, you know, like Xenoblade, like hanging out kind of thing, like the heart to heart events. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, that game, the the gameplay stuff specifically looks like like I could really get into it. I, I'm not big on score chasing. So for me, it might just be enough for me just to play through it just because it looks like like moving around in the game, like the locomotion looks like really good. Yeah. <laughs> so I. I do need to grab this and it, I will play it at some point here, uh, which is uh, that. So, yeah, that's our that's our list for uh, as far as this part of the year. And we will come back to our top 10. It's probably one of our last episodes, you know. Yeah. Um, it, and so we will have a chance. Josh can put Elden Ring all the way back to 10. Dude, right? I might. You guys are being so mad. I might just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we've been talking about Elden Ring for like 20 minutes. Uh, Elden Ring 2, baby. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then Colton can uh, write the uh, the wrong with uh, with uh, Tunic. Um, but yeah, uh, so far, I, I think, you know, it, it's not been like, it's not been the most packed year. Um, so I'm not surprised that we have what we feel like is like, oh, this is filler. It could not be here. You know what I mean? But um, uh, looking at looking at what's coming up, it looks like there's quite a few cool stuff.
So that kind of moves on to our, our next um, topic, which is, you know, and we'll move through these pretty fast, but uh, what has already come out that you guys think could make the list? I know for me and for what we just said, Neon White, it was on that list. Mm-hmm. Like, I've not yeah. played oh. it and I, I need yeah. to. You, yeah, you definitely yeah. should. Um, just I'm going to just fire through a couple more that have already been, we've already kind of talked about um that that other people have played um kirby like i really want to get to kirby i'm really excited for it I just, I oh well. man you should it's great we really should it's it looks yeah, awesome i always wanted to get into kirby and this one just looks like the perfect jumping in point so i'm I'm really excited for that one honestly if you want to get more into kirby dude those ds games like from back then those are fun honestly Rip. Planet yeah. Robobot. But yeah, yeah, that's a great place um, to jump. And, and, and like you said, Neon White, I'm super excited for. Uh, Cuphead, the delicious last course. Shout out to that. You, you, two of you guys had it on, on your list. I, oh, I yeah. have never played Cuphead, and I really, really, really want to. So I yeah. really like to play through the, the main game. and, and then Never the been a better time to Cuphead. You're, you're a big enough gamer. You can take it, I promise. <laughs> Thank you. And then uh, <laughs> Horizon would be the last one that, that's already been said. Sweet. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Um, I'm going to I'm going to package uh, I have two in here, but I'm going to package them together. And one of them is live a live or live alive, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Mine too. Um, I had to choose between Xenoblade Chronicles three and live alive. And I chose Xenoblade, um, but live alive. It looks up my alley. It just seems like a quirky JRPG that never made to the West that they gave the 2D 3D treatment to. And from what I've seen, it it looks really cool. Um uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, uh, I can tell you, it's probably going to be in my top 10. Uh, yeah. I'm seven hours in, and let me just give you a little bit. Ba- I'll make this real quick, okay? Because, okay, Xenoblade is one of the few things I've heard, like people that have been in the industry for years, that and podcasts I really respect, no one can get the Xenoblade lineage right. And <laughs> it kills me. They're like a Xenoblade, I don't know. Two was on the Wii U. I'm like, no. Um, so like Xenoblade Chronicles uh, originally came out in the Wii. It was part of a uh, uh, Operation Rainfall, which was yeah. a um, yeah, which was a campaign to get Xenoblade Chronicles, Pandora's Tower, and the Last Story to the U.S. It was out in Japan and Europe during the PS3 uh, generation, and there were no plans to make any of those come to the U.S. And so I think it started like on an IGN message board. Operation Rainfall got so much attention. They they bought they made a listing in Amazon and made it the number one game like in Amazon uh, Xenoblade. And finally, uh, Nintendo uh, acquiesced and they made it a GameStop exclusive. <laughs> it was uh, the original Xenoblade Chronicles what? came out. Yep. Uh, right. Same thing with the last story in Xseed. You could only get that yeah. at a GameStop. Then they also did it with the when they uh, put Xenoblade on the new 3DS. That was also a GameStop exclusive. Yeah, yeah. So it just shows you that like Nintendo is not in the past has not been has been shaky about putting Xenoblade out. Um, and, and it makes sense. Like they JRPGs were at its lowest during that generation, so they didn't even like bother releasing stuff in the U.S. Like uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, for example, was supposed to be the last Fire Emblem. Like that game is so good because the team is like, well, we're only ever going to be able to make one of these, uh, one more of these because they don't sell well in the West. Um, and that game ended up blowing up. Um, Nino, I said this during my Final Fantasy ranking, uh, like Xenoblade, The Last Story, Nino Kuni, and uh, Persona 4 Golden all came out within like months of each other. And that is just uh, such an insane mm-hmm. thing. Right at the yeah. end of the generation, I think it really gave 
like JRPGs, like a second second life. Um, so yeah, Xenoblade, um, and then uh, the follow up Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is not Xenoblade Chronicles Two, was on the Wii U and is just like a technical powerhouse. Um, oh, that, a lot- that game is so good. Xenoblade Chronicles X is still just like an amazing looking game. Like you, I, I still watch that trailer every once in a while. I'm like, this game still looks better than like 80% what comes out now. And it's on the Wii U still. And you, uh, the, how fast you move and how fast yes. and like how, oh dude, just running around that game. That's the best dude, feeling. So RPG. You just, dude, you just sprint like a madman. Your jumps <laughs> like you moon jump. You like moon jumping. It's yeah, amazing. It's like the expiration in the open world is like some of the best. And then about 40 hours in, you hit that mech. And you can just like fly around and travel anywhere. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and then two, this is this this uh, is why Xenoblade Chronicles three is so high on my list. Two is maybe one of the most disappointing games I've ever played. <laughs> so I was such a fan of Xenoblade and X, and I was on board for two. And I don't know what they were thinking, dude. They went from the movement of X to Xenoblade Chronicles two, which first of all looked terrible. Um, mm-hmm. The scale was still there. The characters were awful looking like Pyra and Mithra, like ugh. their personalities, sucks. their personalities. Um, and just like playing the game, your movement speed is like half of what it was in the original. I just everything about that game, yeah. the gotcha mechanics in a single player game. Like why? Um, <laughs> uh, everything about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was just like a tragedy to me. And I know there are people that like that game. I was not one of them. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of that series. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, the original, like put like fast travel in a JRPG when there you could save anywhere, which doesn't sound like much now. But JRPGs were not doing that uh, back then. You just had like save points. You die in a dungeon. You're like, well, that's three hours lost, you know? Um, so yeah, also, like items were like never a concern in that game. Yeah, every time you finish a battle, it's like, oh, I'm peeled up, I guess. Yeah, you're right back at like an auto save point, auto checkpoints. Like they really modernized what a JRPG could be. Yeah. Uh, the original. And so two was just such a disappointment, man. I I was so excited for it. Um I, I so three uh come with you know, everything I saw three, I'm like, wow, this looks better. Looks better. I I'm, I got more and more confident, saw reviews. And I was like, wow, actually, this seems really good. And now playing it, it's like it's what Xenoblade Chronicles 2 should have been like. It's like a direct sequel to the first one to me. It's it's really cool. All the battle systems, you can have like six characters at, for at once in your battle party, <laughs> which is it feels ridiculous, but it, it's really fun. Uh, the way you uh, you have like a job system where you can like multi-class. So if you have like a warrior that 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 you switch to like a um, like a healer, if you play the healing and switch back to warrior, you can give them abilities from the other classes. So you can make like a bunch of hybrid classes, which is like really cool and mechanically fun. Um, they they it's not like you have five sets of gear for every character. They really streamlined a lot of that. And the story's like interesting so far. It took about three hours to really like get to the point where I'm like, oh, this is really picking up now. Cool. Um, and for the gameplay and stuff. But man, all I want to do is just like go home and play Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which is wow. such a difference from 2. I was just so bummed. And I played 20, 25, 30 hours of 2. It's not like I didn't give it a chance, but it was just yeah. such a bummer, man. I never um, finished 2, so I wasn't sure like if I should jump into 3 or not. I, Dude, if you, if you even enjoy two a little three is just so much better okay. it's just on every level uh and cool. it's not you don't you don't move 
as much as like X, like it, it's not that, but no, that was a weird offshoot. I don't know. They should bring that back though. I would X2. love a Xenoblade Chronicles X2. Oh my God. I would love that. I just want them to port it, but I've yeah. heard that that game maybe just, it might be actually hard to port that and like give it like a 10 EDP bump and stuff. Cause they had to do weird things with the Wii U to get that game to run. Yeah, like you had okay. to download packages for like textures and like mm-hmm. pop in and lods in the in the wii u store yeah to like play that game and make it look good so i've heard there's actually maybe some struggles so we might get that when we get like a switch pro uh whenever (laughs) yeah so a switch to we'll get that port someday but it is kind of like one of the last holdout wii u ports but Xenoblade chronicles x uh so i'm just so happy with three i i they just they did it. it 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 Everything they'd been building to in that series, I feel like it's coming into fruition with three. Not to say it's perfect. I think the I think the dialogue and the writing is pretty stilted. Um and but be, but the scenario around it, yeah. But it, the scenario around it and what's happening in the story is interesting enough to where I can kind of forgive it. Um All right. but yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, uh it's gonna be on my list. Live live and need to play. But yeah, what what about what what, if, what about yeah. you guys? You need to put that one. Yeah, uh, I have two of the same. Just actually three. Live Alive, Currently Forgotten World, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. All games I really want to play. I am not touching like any spoilers for those games. Like, and not even like Xenoblade Chronicles Three, especially. Like, I just want to be blind as hell as, like, as much as I can be. And like one of them is actually Klonoa. I actually really want to play Klonoa, and, oh, and yeah, yeah. the same the same yeah. artist. From Sonic Adventure, or I think it's like one of those, like one of the Sonic artists, like coming to like Bandai Namco, like making like uh, Klonoa's like just design looks great, and like from what I understand, like it's just a solid platformer. So I'm I'm excited to just go into it, and like Klonoa just looks adorable. Like I, I, I'm having some cute eye candy to look at. So if it's cool. gameplay, okay. No, I'm pass. <laughs> <laughs> I I I've never played a Klonoa, so I I was interested in that, but I'll wait yeah. till. That seems like the perfect Game Pass game. I hate to say it, but oh, don't, or, don't or PlayStation <laughs> or PlayStation whatever. Yeah, plus two game, but yeah, no more subscriptions. <laughs> I'm all for it. I don't want to spend money on games. I just want them. No. Well, if they put good um, games on it, then maybe I'd enjoy it more. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, Colton, Colton, did you have anything that came out this year already that you think you want to go back to or you pretty set? I hear Colton talking, but I don't hear him through the mic. Like for oh. the, yeah, I can, oh, hear, I cool. can, I, I uh, can go real quick. I have, I have something to, something to say. All right, go for um, it. I, I got Sifu is, is like my, my most wanted to play. Uh, I, when it came out, I was like, this looks perfect. Like it, it kind of gets back to that um that souls like challenge where it's it's very you know it's not open world so it solves that problem for me and it's it's something i can kind of uh test my my might against you know yeah totally and uh sifu that is one i because uh, i didn't love the how the progression worked and with the difficulty and everything it just yeah wasn't clicking for me but i know they um they updated it recently so i've been meaning to jump back in that and ollie ollie world Oh yeah, uh, looked really, really colorful and fun. I had it on my fantasy because I really wanted to play it, and then I just didn't get around to playing it. Yeah, um, so I'm it's definitely going back to yeah. to that one. Check one, two. There you are. Uh, we, we got, got you. Got we got, got you. you. 
Sorry, I don't know what I. We I weren't like, ignoring you. Like, I promise. Well, yeah, I heard, I heard problem, you in the other room. <laughs> I, don't, I, yeah. I made sure it wasn't it wasn't on mute. I just had to like turn the headphones off and turn them back on, and I guess it fixed. Weird. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, got, I got two quick, quick, real quick. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, go for it. Oh, go for it. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Mm, that yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, that it looks really fun. I uh, like I like Lego games. Uh, I I was actually kind of joking with Colton. I was like, you know what you do with the tier list, the fi- uh, Final Fantasy tier list. I was like, I'm gonna do that with Lego games. Oh God. <laughs> I, I I just love Lego games so much. Try a top fifty. And yeah, I'm right. actually replaying the Kingdom Hearts games too, so I might do a tier list with Kingdom Hearts. Hey. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Oh yeah. Oh, but my idea sucked. Okay. <laughs> and lastly, uh, triangle strategy. You're like the Avengers funny. three. Let's think about this. <laughs> uh, tri- triangle strategy. I-, I really like Fire Emblem, and and that oh, kind of yeah. is in the same wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. so I was like, I-, I might, I might try that out. Okay. Uh, All Colton, right, Colton, what you got, bro? Do you have anything? Yeah, so I've actually been really, I've been getting a Destiny itch lately, and I've been really wanting oh. to go back and play a lot of that, a lot of those expansions. I've been, so I mean, so maybe one time, uh, you know, one day soon I might boot it up. I guess I would have to buy the 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 expansion stuff though. So that might yeah. have to wait, but I've been really, I've been really wanting to dive back in. Uh, and I even have a, I have a cousin that uh he's he actually just got it for the first time and he you know he's playing i think he's playing through the free stuff you know i think it's free to play now um and he was asking me if i've ever played it and he i think he wants me to hop on with him and play with him a little bit and yeah that's like the perfect excuse because i've been i've been wanting to get back in anyways this year um, i've heard that and, news expansion is really good so i've been tempted to yeah yeah and, and i mean just hearing that just makes it even you know I just I feel like I need to get back into it because I play, I mean we there was a good twelve months where I mean I felt like we played the crap out of that. Uh, I am also very I've I'm upset that I missed it because for the for the longest time I told myself that I would get it on the day it came out. Uh, was a triangle strategy because I liked Octopath a whole lot. Uh, I say that I never finished it, but I loved. I mean, I, I think I've had like 60 hours with Octopath or something. And I liked it so much that I told myself I'd get the sequel whenever they announced it. Uh, I just haven't yet. I think that was mainly due to uh, money problems. I remember the day it came out and I, you know, it's like, oh, I wish I could get it. Uh, so one day soon, I'd like to get it because I really did enjoy Octopath. And then I also have Ollie Ollie World I want to dive into. And I'd also like to play the Kirby game. I, I would like to play a Kirby game for the first time. And with how highly you talked about that, Troy, I think I think that'd be a good one to oh, do. Oh, yeah. I can't just, I can't say enough. It's just such a blast. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And like the way you describe it, too, it's just like, man, that, I'm missing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right, cool. Um, so let's just uh, go on to our last little bit here, and that is games that are not released yet that you think have like a real shot at being in your top 10. Um, mm. uh, maybe I'll just open this one up because I feel like it's going to be on most of our lists. And let's just say God of War Ragnarok, I'm yeah, sure has the chance. I don't know how you guys chance. felt about the first. I loved it. I, I know like our friend, our friend Will, this isn't a big fan of, but personally, like as someone who just played it casually and then go like the milestone, like that Colin did, which was like platinuming it. I, I loved that game. Even just like, just like down to its story. 
it's just a, a good story with a father and son just trying to get over the loss of someone they both dearly loved and like were kind of like tied together because of that person, which was the mother. And it, it really just felt like a sweet story compared to like, you know, like the, 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 the three games of four, but that's uh, four, like, try like seven or eight. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Rather yeah. than like aggro Kratos. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, just the change of palette of like Kratos as a character is, it's just really, it was really well done and implemented in a new way. Like, I just, I love that game. It's a great game. And Ragnarok is going to bring more. And I'm excited for that. And then I, the, the, I, I, I kind of want to see him struggle with that anger a little bit in this one. I, mean, I want to see, like, the tipping point where he's, like, he's, he's changed so much. But I want to see him, like, that reminder of what he was. I want to see it, like, kind of peek out of him a little bit. Like he may he may accept that he's a monster, but does that does that still like affect him like with like uh you know, like everything going on you know still with like because like what we understand from the story is that um, Atreus and Kratos still kind of has some like tension in their relationship, so it could be just like some like remnants of like of like that that first conflict which was like the mom dying. Yeah, it's a good sign when um when a game's coming out and I think in my head I'm like I don't want to know a single thing about this game. I could like yeah. get it. Yeah, I mean, I could not I could not hear uh, like a word uttered about it in like five months and just open it up and be excited to play it. That's always a good sign, you know. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh. What What do you guys think about the Callisto Protocol? Yeah. I I wasn't yeah, much. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me let me ask that. Let me ask a different question. How many of you guys played Dead Space? I love Dead Space. It's great. I really want to play Dead Space. I've okay. never played it. I've always wanted to though. Yeah. Well, we got a remaster coming in like January, so you'll get a good uh, chance to. I'm, but Callisto Protocol, I think when I saw it, the C three is one of those games where I'm like, wow, this looks a lot better than I would have thought. But it doesn't look better than Dead Space. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I, I mean, it was like a tone piece. I'd need to see more gameplay stuff. But as I, like a big as a tone I piece, I was like, this looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. It, it, well, yeah, I, I'm excited either way, because like these games we have all on our list, like even if like they're not going to be top 10 at the end of it, I, I think they're still going to hold up on their own as great video games for the year of 2022. Ooh, that's bold. Honestly, I'm looking I think at this so. game called Deal Field Chronicles, and I'm not sure if that's <laughs> I don't, you know, it's funny. I put that on my list with zero intention of playing it. Yeah. Yeah. I just know I'm like, you know what? The strategy people have been hungering for a Final Fantasy Tactics game for like years, and they're going to get it, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's, a, that's an 8.5. Is that even what this is, though, is my question. It doesn't really it look like Final Fantasy Taxes, because it's, it's not a grid-based system, right? It isn't. It, it's kind of doing more like a Valkyria Chronicles thing, where everyone moves like in real yeah. time. Yeah, so I mean, um, really, they're, they're not getting it. <laughs> I mean, Triangle I, Strategy I guess, was, I was guess, closer. Yeah. It, it's a, it is a little... Yeah, no, Triangle Strategy is like yeah it is final fantasy tactics but yeah I'll play that yeah i i deal field cross is not on my list but it is on my fantasy list because i think it will score decent yeah. uh but okay uh big one for me so bayonetta 2 I, is I a perfect it. i game. knew you were gonna say bayonetta 2 is, is a is a is a top three games of all time it is a perfect <laughs> game 
it deserves whatever 90 whatever it has on metacritic it's such a good game bayonetta 2 i've i've played all the devil may cries i have played all the ninja guidance i've played Sekiro I've played I've played a lot of character action games love them near near automata Bayonetta 2 is better than all of them it is the perfect action game it is the perfect action game it's amazing uh but the only thing it's just been so long since two um the director that was ahead of two I don't think is ahead of three so I I'm excited to play it I'm interested to see if they can make magic happen twice um because i mean a lot of like a lot of the bayonetta 2 team came from the um the vanquish team and man if they would have just kept that going <laughs> like uh vanquish and the bayonetta 2 into something else like ah oh, man those those two games are so good but uh yeah bayonetta 3 is definitely on my list uh bayonetta 2 i will say again there is not a single thing wrong with that game in its pacing, in in the way it plays. It's a perfect game. Nice. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. And in this are we on like hopefully three gets even close. Like even if, if it gets close, it's still gonna be a good game. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like right now, like talking about like what we are what we are gonna think it's gonna like be hitting our top ten by the end of the year. Yeah, no, like the what's what what hasn't come out yet. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I've got a so, uh, roller drum on my list. Sorry, I, I, oh, I thought yeah. I was just making this little game by the Ollie Ollie World people. Um, it looks crazy. It's like Tony Hawk and guns. <laughs> and I mean, like yeah, Hotline like, Miami, <laughs> Hotline Miami, crazy. and Tony Hawk. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I'm. It's coming out real soon too. So I just want to sneak that in there. Like, keep your eye on that game. It looks it's really got style. cool. It's got yeah. style. Anyway, Isaiah, what were you gonna say? No, I. Well, Sorry. <laughs> so I was just going to say, like, um, for my picks of, like, the future and, like, like what's probably going to be my top ten, uh, I actually got to play the Overwatch 2 beta, and honestly, I genuinely loved it. It was honestly a lot of fun for me, and uh, I, I, I I haven't had that much fun with Overwatch in a long time. And I think it's going to probably, for a shooter, I think it's going to probably be my top ten. Um, Ragnarok God of War was, of course, my next pick, because, like, I just, that game... I love the first game so much, and like that second game is going to be even more amazing. I know it will be, but you know this is going to be a real dicey. Like this is, I'm, I'm really gambling on my luck for this one. But I think my my biggest pick will probably be Sonic Frontiers. I wow. I have so much faith. I have so. <laughs> Do you think much that's going to be your favorite game Ooh. at the end of the year? Where's no. that faith coming from, dude? What, dude, dude, dude? You want to know what's it's coming from? It's coming because it can't be. It can't be. It can't be three D Sonic games in the past. It, it, <laughs> it can't no, be the gameplay they've shown that off. Director, that director, I, I I'm, I'm kind of okay. Like, let me ask you a question. Uh, let me ask you a question, Isaiah. If this had nothing to do with Sonic, if it was just like like Joe Snowman running fast through this field fighting robots, would you be nearly as high on this game as you are now? Honestly, just on gameplay alone, just on gameplay alone, maybe I, I yeah, Sonic, Sonic is kind of a factor. Sure. But that's because like is that's that? because like this, 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 this entire yeah, like this entire thing is like is like him. I kind of like I think like the story is like, like him having amnesia or whatever and like just trying to like rescue his friends and like these characters Marty attached to. So I'm like, yeah, I'm and and also like the writer, the writer is like what's really giving me the faith for this game. It's uh, I forget his name, Ian. Um, 
Ian something. He's the writer for the uh, the um, song IDW Comics, and I've been reading those, and those are great. Those are awesome, and and you know Sonic's gameplay doesn't fully land. Maybe like it maybe it's a little sloppy, but I know that story's gonna like kind of like carry through, and I'm all for it. I I I don't think it's gonna be better than God of War. I don't think honestly it's probably not. But even if it isn't. I do think it's gonna it's gonna be real good enough, especially compared to like a Forces and like the previous 3D Saw games. I think it's gonna do much better than those games. And if it's not, it's just another learning a learning point for Sega. Oh man, uh, learning point. If yeah, they've had they've, they've had, had decades to learn. They have, <laughs> they have decades. Yes, I know. And I I'm I'm just as just as like iffy as you are, but. Man, we don't know. We really I, don't know. I mean, you get you you played you play enough games in your time. You don't necessarily need to play a game to look at it and be like, "Who's off with that one?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's off with that game. Um, I would say it's tough when you take like a D a D tier platformer from like Nintendo and it's better than every 3D Sonic game that's ever come out. It's just hard to see where this excitement comes for 3D Sonic games when it's like, just play Kirby. Like, why are you spending so much time and energy on this Sonic game? Like, just go buy Kirby, <laughs> like a good platformer or Ratchet and Clank or something like, like I, I just want, I, I don't mind that, that, that people like, you know, are excited for a game or, uh, you know, are excited for like a Sonic game, but just like the fervor of it, I just don't get, I never have as someone who like lived and breathed Sonic for like 15 years. I, I can't at realistically this point be like, why is, why is people so excited for this? And like you said, Isaiah, it's probably for, like you said, like people that are into the characters and the writing yeah. and stuff which is why i asked you that question yeah. i'm like this is a video game at the end of the day and 90 percent of 95 percent of what you're going to be doing is controlling sonic so if that doesn't hit then how you know it's not yeah and, and i get to a point like like i i was back i was there back in like 2010 championing championing like the original near and that game controls like garbage that original near before they remastered and like touched a ton of stuff up that thing that thing stinks but it had such an amazing writing story cast that obviously now it's like one of square enix temples which i would never imagined but i i, I get where you're coming from i do i just uh, I, I guess we'll just have to see <laughs> I, I, don't, I really i don't get it i don't get it <laughs> i know i know and like you everyone has a right to really feel whether strongly or just lightly about this new game coming up, because we really don't know anything. And this is one of the weird games where people are saying, you know, I actually want to know what's going on, because if I don't, I'm more concerned than anything. But have they showed anything about the story? Every trailer I saw was just like no commentary, sonic, dead silent, piano music and him climbing towers and fighting robots like. Yeah, there's not what? much story being shown off besides characters. <laughs> I don't get what people are excited about, even story wise. Like they haven't I just even shown that, I anything. Just, I just know that Ryder is gonna has like a background, and that background looks pretty good. So okay, that's what okay. I'm rooting for, honestly. Yeah, hopefully he gets a chance to actually write. I, I just um, don't. I just don't want forces. I just 
let's just move away from like forces. Well, what's the uh, what's the speed arrow Sonic? What is that called? Um, Modern or um, or like a uh, boost? Yeah, the boost arrow. Like I think the boost arrow has had its chance to be good, and the yeah. forces is you know for, I think a boost Sonic can be good, but it can never be like a Mario Galaxy. So I, I'm all wow. for them experimenting and moving on and stuff. But man, that game's out in like, what, a few months? Yeah, a few months. Oof. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, and last time we saw it was the Switch, the Switch gameplay, which that game looked atrocious on Switch. So and hopefully, hang on, it, hopefully it looks better on PS5 and Xbox. It, it'd probably be the bottom of my barrel, just probably like just the 10th one probably even nine like uh, i don't know I mean, like i said yeah if, if it gets to that point where it's it's to that point but man just the fact that sega didn't let them make a a, a completely original sonic mania 2 is just shows them how much they don't get sonic and what's good <laughs> yeah you know, it's it's, it's just, really infuriating and just also yeah. like having the same director like i feel i feel genuinely a little weird about that because i know colors is like a lot of people's favorite but let's be real here it's four hours long and it's not that it's 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 not that big yeah exactly but it's it's 2d portions aren't great you know i think the blue stuff in that game works better than the 2d but yeah like you said we'll see we'll see i mean i would love man dude if if all of a sudden a sonic game came out and it was like it was killer i would be all over that the same way i was with mania like I'm replaying Mania right now. Like, I'm not Amazing. against a good Sonic game. Like, you know, yeah. the few good Sonic games over the last three decades are really good games. So, it'd be really cool. So, you know, yeah, I, I, cross your fingers. A, me too. I'm uh, praying to God. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to cross every limb on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, swear to God. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else you guys can think of? Uh, Colton, what about you? Uh, I know. I, I mean, God of War is... Uh, obviously the most anticipated for me but i also i'm i'm really looking forward to the mario and rabbits game oh yeah Uh, i can't can't wait for that game uh i need to go back to the first one and just i need to i need to fight that last boss i need to defeat that last boss i know how hard i remember that first game being really difficult (laughs) yeah the i feel like after like maybe the 50 percent mark the game i feel like started to get difficult but I really enjoyed the challenge. I thought it wasn't too hard until yeah. the last, I mean, maybe the last like two or three hours of the game that I played in, in the main campaign or whatever. It got, I think it got totally. a little unfair. Uh, so honestly, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to f- defeat it because I can't go in and like change the difficulty or anything. So yeah. I think I'm just stuck where I'm at. So I, I'm hoping that they, they heard everybody. That was like the one complaint about that game that I kept hearing. So hopefully they heard everyone about that and they make the game a little bit easier to complete. Uh, so I I've, can't wait for that game. I've heard in interviews and stuff that Nintendo gave them a lot more leeway this time to actually like make the, the char- characters more characters. Like, cause uh, if I remember right, like, like Mario, like you didn't really do platforming and stuff. And uh, yeah. the rabbits were more characters than the actual Mario characters were. Yeah. So yeah. from what I've heard, they they trust them now to like they pretty much give them like full sale permission to just okay. make, well, make that, a Nintendo game. That'd like, be even better. Go that'd for cool. it. Yeah. It so, looks better yeah. from everything I've seen. Like I'm super sure does, yeah. excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
after that, I'd probably say the remake of The Last of Us Part 1. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I would love to... It's been so long since I've played it. I'd like to... I would like to play an updated version of it. Yeah. So. I just... I can't get past the fact that there's absolutely nothing wrong with the, the version that, like, that was on the PS4, the remaster. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying there is, but I'd... Oh, but I like weird. it so much, I'm totally okay with replaying it and having it look better. I've but heard, you know, the one justification, like when people are like, oh, come on, couldn't they make a new thing instead of remaking a new thing, you know? And uh, the way I heard it, like Jeff Grubb say it, is like there's downtime between games where they're like conceptualizing and doing this stuff and they still have to staff like all these artists and programmers. They have to do something. So, you I, know. I get that. If it's just, part of, yeah. Sorry, I'm just surprised that like someone like Colton, who's played uh, the first Last of Us, I think multiple times, is yeah. like, I'm gonna play it again, and I'm gonna pay like seventy dollars for that it. Like, price. No, I I don't that. know if I'm gonna get it when it first comes <laughs> yeah. out. I'm like, no, no, um, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I could if I'll actually play it this year. I might have to wait <laughs> okay, for it yeah. to be a little bit cheaper, <laughs> or if they throw it on that on the playstation plus oh yeah 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 maybe that would be perfect for it i think yeah yeah i'm with you i'm not exactly wrong with the uh, the the why they made it and the fact that it's there it's just the fact that it's just like people are excited to pay 70 bucks i'm just like man that is such a large price for what it is which you know and you know there's a lot of people that i probably never played that original game at this point that's jumped in it's been a while um yeah you know maybe they they had they didn't have a ps3 and they jumped straight into ps4 and didn't think about the last of us you know until two uh so i i i think sure i'm not i'm not mad at that like concept but yeah that price is a little rough Mm -hmm. but uh yeah um there's Mm. also gotham knights coming out this year and i know there's some negativity around that game (laughs) But some of the more recent gameplay, I think this past week, I was like, you know what, that looks pretty good. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I, I hope it's it's just as good as some of the other Arkham games. But I know they're they're trying to make like form their own identity with it, and maybe they, they'll do do that successfully. I think that's the best case scenario. So, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that one. I mean, I I've seen a lot of people be down on that, but who knows. Uh, and, and, and on the Marvel side, I don't, I don't know who's excited for Midnight Suns because like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you too. <laughs> <laughs> I that trailer did nothing for me. <laughs> I mean, looks, whatever. <laughs> I feel like gaming, uh, like Spider Man. I think uh, Insomniac Spider Man came out at a good time, but I feel like all this Marvel stuff is just coming in a little uh, uh, too little, too late. You know, right? It's like I'm personally getting very marvel fatigued yeah. and stuff so it's hard it's you have to do a lot for me like you know when the next spider-man comes out from insomniac i'm there like i'm like oh man yeah i want to see that but anything below that level you have to do a lot to convince me to care you know yeah um yeah so i'm with you there i don't think you're alone on that <laughs> no no yeah yeah especially like all the edgy character designs i'm just like what what is this? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for the the Insomniac's Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exciting. I mean anything oh, yeah. Insomniac. Put Insomniac on anything. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm like I'm like mm, I'm there. <laughs> uh 
Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Um, any last things you can think of? Are we going to wrap this up? Valkyrie Elysium. Okay. Wrapping this yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want to say like one last thing is like if, if y'all didn't understand like, like why I meant by like neon, why I'm trying to describe it. It's just like a speed running platformer with like shooting and whatnot. And it's just a lot of fun that it scratches that ADHD part of my brain where I'm like, constantly on the move and it's fun yeah. if you don't if you don't do like if you're not like you don't know how to do like speed running and you've always been interested in it this game is just all that and i i, I promise it's it's is, gonna be a blast is neon white what 3d sonic should have been uh, no uh, no no i don't think so. okay okay i'm just joking <laughs> no, no, no. all right all right <laughs> That's all for yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sonic get a gun and use cards. I mean, hey, oh, we've answered we've, we've answered one of those questions. <laughs> oh, speaking of gun, uh, Modern Warfare Two. I don't have all to say. But oh I'm yeah, I was going to say that. about that. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I was going to say Modern Warfare Two. I should be more excited for it because that was like the last Call of Duty in the last like literally decade that I actually liked and was excited by and. Only thing that brings it down a little bit, why I didn't make my list, is because I don't know what they were thinking with that gameplay trailer. They just showed, like, that could have been from any Call of Duty from the last 10 years. Yeah, that, that could have been was. from, like, Ghosts. <laughs> like, wait, wait. what was that? Yeah. So you're excited for Modern Warfare 2, right? I, I am. I mean, okay, the, the thing okay. is, they showed that gameplay trailer, and then they showed, like, at the very end of it, they showed, like, a supercut. And all the stuff in that supercut looked way more fun than they what they just showed in that like 15, 20 minute gameplay right. trailer. But let's very say confusing. let's say I've never really been a Call of Duty fan and I've got kids and I want something a little bit more family friendly, but I still want to play a shooter. And September 9th, 2022 might just solve my problem. You want to platoon three? Oh, OK, OK, oh. OK. I didn't know we're, we're all going to play that. it. I know we're I all going to play it. Uh, maybe. Come on, guys. I let you listen. I was there for Splatoon 1. I I bought uh, a Wii U. I need to buy something on it. But after about 20 hours, I was like, I think I'm good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they had to really they'd have to really change things up. I don't know. Fine. I'll play Modern Warfare 2, I guess. If Nintendo, if Nintendo was a little more, uh, it wasn't like decades behind in some ways. Splatoon three would have been a free to play game and been like the biggest thing in the world. But that's I mean, not what's it, gonna happen, dude. It's still gonna be big. You're crazy. It could, it could be, it could be like it, it's big, but it's big in like its own bubble. It's not, it's not over. It's big for Nintendo, and that's a good it's thing. It's big for we, Nintendo. We, we, we yeah. want these them to keep getting these hits. Otherwise, we're gonna get another like Wii U, and we don't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The Wii U is a whole nother thing, man. I could do a whole episode on the Wii U. Yeah. There were so many good games that came out on the Wii U. I think that was Nintendo's best first party output, 3D party output ever. Well, it's just, uh, it's just where they, was those like three years on the Wii U? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a good game, awesome. dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. This cool, is... cool, cool. Um, all right. Well, yeah, we are going to wrap this up before we do. Um, our next episode is going to be another Big Bandit Gaming uh, Plays, a community play episode. And we're going to uh, play um, Play Dead's Inside, which was the follow up to Limbo. And it's only about three and a half hours. It's real good. 
I think I'm I think I'm the only one that's played it. So um, there's going to be a lot of good first initial impressions, which I think always makes those kind of episodes fun. So yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot of us and it's been long it, so enough. Exciting. It's been long enough that I'm even hazy on like on a good amount of it. There's like a few things in my head that I'm thinking of though. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till they get to this part because <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but all right um that's a wrap guys i had a lot of fun talking through we talked a lot of games we, but we talked about yeah we talked was... about a lot of games but i don't feel like it dragged you know so really? um yeah I'm, okay good <laughs> really? you're, you're like, it's very you're incomprehensible like, for you're a like, big like, you're, you're like really that, that elden ring section huh uh you can just cut that out and make a make a bonus episode um, <laughs> uh, all right guys